This is Howie Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle, takes to his right, gets to the 20. He's at the 30. He's the cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks a third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's down to the 20. He's down to the 10. He's down to the 5. He's in the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. 96 yard run from scrimmage. Garrison Hurst breaking tackle after tackle. Sweeps down the sideline. Throws off bodies like clothes after a marathon. Young, back to throw. In trouble, he's going to be sacked. No, gets away. He runs, gets away again, goes to the 40, gets away again, to the 35, cuts back at the 30, to the 20, the 50, the 10. He died. Touchdown, 49ers. Third down, Alex takes the snap. Alex looking down in post, and it's good. Click, click, boom! What's going on, Faithfuls? It's your boy Mike from the Nothing But Niners crew, and guys, we are back. Super late victory shot show. Can we do a little bit of that, huh? Y'all guys want to join for the victory shots? Y'all got to let me know if y'all want to throw them back, man, because I am in a good mood. We got a lot to discuss. Shout out to everybody in the chat. I know, I know Callie ain't going to let me forget, man. Look, as soon as you see my face, you owe us, Mike. Look at this. Look, look. He taxed me. He like the government. I owe y'all, right? Don't worry, y'all. Look, this is what we're doing. We're doing it up today, man. Uh, but before we get started with today's show, uh, we are going to do the victory shots to start everything. But I do want to send some prayers up to my for my man, Hamlin. All right. Uh, he is out there uh, really, really fighting for his life, literally fighting for his life. Uh, all the emotions that I had about this game, all the stuff that I was excited about, all the stuff that I was upset about, all the stuff I wanted to overreact about and all that, it really all just vanished. Watching I can't even say that game last night, right? It was it was a scene. It was it was uh, an experience to be watching the TV and see what happened to this young man. Just completely, just I mean, you guys saw it, right? But here, here's what we do know: um, they had to administer CPR to him on the field. Um, they did get him to an, uh, inside the ambulance into a hospital very, very quickly. Um, he went from. Uh, having a tube down his throat and being on 100% oxygen to only 50% oxygen. That is the update that I last heard uh, within the last half hour. I heard that. So uh, prayer still going up for him and his family. We want him to continue fighting uh, and shout out to the faithful. I know you guys partook in it because that's the kind of community that we are, but his, his charity, man. Oh my goodness. Right. He started out the night with his charity. And I think they said that he, they had a goal of like, uh, twenty five hundred dollars or thirty twenty five thousand, whatever it was, and the charity is up over three million dollars in a day. I am so so proud of the NFL community um, for everybody stepping up, and even if you didn't personally contribute to it, just the retweet, just getting more eyes on it, keeping people, uh, keeping keeping him on people's minds and and what he stands for, uh, and and it all goes for you know a good cause, uh, the toys and the youth in his community. Uh, so a young man, like you guys know what it is, man. It's over 5 million now. Steve says, look at that. 
Look at that. Over $5 million, man. So, you know, uh, definitely want to start today's show with prayers up for DeMar. We are not doing a moment of silence. We are going to speak positive things into existence. Silence is for the dead. We, he is not dead. I don't think he's going to die. I think this man is going to fight. And we are all like, you got, listen, man. I know, I know it's not time to joke or anything like that. And I'm not joking, but you guys remember uh, if you guys ever watch anime Dragon Ball Z, right? They had this thing in there called the spirit bomb and they like asked everybody in the world to like put their hands up and just send that positive energy, right? I, I watched the timeline and that's what I felt was happening for DeMar and his family. It was, it was absolutely beautiful to see just 100% positivity. And if anybody I don't care how big of a name you were. I don't care how small of a name you were. If anybody posted anything that was slightly negative or what about the game or what about my people roasted them. They absolutely annihilated them. And I love seeing people come together for the right reasons. And that, let me tell you, praying for DeMar is absolutely one of those reasons. So we're going to continue to do that, guys. Uh, and if there are any updates throughout today's show, we will bring them to you. All right. So. With that being said, uh, I am happy to hear that, like I said, he's back up to only needing 50% oxygen, uh, and that is that is a major, major thing. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, I'm going to put the link in here, guys. We are going to do some victory shots. I can't do some. I still have work in the morning. I might be able to do, you know, one, maybe two or something like that. I'm going to put the link in here. It is time for victory shots, okay? Um, and I, I owe it to you guys. I'm sure we owe it to ourselves. Uh, let's go, guys. So the link is in the chat. All right, we're going to get in here. We're going to knock this out now. I'm going to start with some seltzer water here. All right, no promo, no promo, but some lime seltzer water. So I'm not trying to get too messed up. But if you guys want to be part of this, man, hit that link right there. We got a whole show for you guys today. Um, I I, I think, thought Wayne was jumping. I, let me check my text messages and see if he, if he said anything. I thought he, oh, I thought he was jumping in. But if not, I mean, it's still okay. I got a whole show planned already. Uh, let me see here. Let me see. It's like, yo. Where did my link go? Do it two-step. Do it two-step. All right, so I... There's the link. Okay. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. It might be time for oldie but goodie. All right, so I don't think anybody is joining uh, from the audience tonight, right? So I don't think you guys are going to do the victory shot. So I'm going to throw one back myself here, right? Let me find my banner, man. We're going to do this right. Where's my banner? I got the little picture. and the, Oh, yeah, there it is. I wish I had, like, the little button to play it so little John don't sue me. But shot, 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 shot. Okay, now, because it is not Sunday, because it is not game day, I don't think I should be confined to having to drink gold bar. So I'm going to mix it up a little bit today, okay? I'm going to mix it up a little bit. Uh oh, they about to, they about to clown me for my glasses. I could feel I could feel the heat coming. These are uh, glasses that my wife got me, some Versace glasses. So what we were looking for was something red and gold, and you guys can see right there in the front the Versace symbol. 
Uh, the sides are a little loud for my like, my liking, but the front gets it done. The front gets it done. So uh, here we go. All right. I got somebody in the chat down there. Oh, I see her. It looks like she's pouring up the, ch- the, the victory shot down there. Let's go. I think it's time. You give me a thumbs up when you're ready. We're going to take these victory shots on camera. Let me get mine. Okay. She said, one second, one second. All right. So I know they asked what I was drinking on tonight. Just a little douce. Okay. We're going to do a little douce. Oh, no. I got another surprise. And I see it. Let's go. Oh, this is going to be a great victory shot. Oh, this is going to be the victory shot of all victory shots. And I get a thumbs up already. Is she ready? Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Let me let me change this background up here real quick. This is going to be so dope. It's going to be so dope. All right. So it's going to be three of us here so far. All right. We're going to pop them in. Let me know when y'all are ready, ladies. Make sure y'all give me the thumbs up. Also, before you guys come in, make sure the background is turned down. If you're watching on the TV or on another device, okay, so there's no feedback from the microphone, okay? Make sure everything is turned down. All right, I got one thumbs up here. I think like. She- Are we ready? Let's go! Now, that's what I'm talking about. Y'all know who that is. We have 49ers royalty in the building. Let me pour up my deuce. Let me shut up. Hold on. Hold on, let me let me get this in a little bit of gotta get the uh 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 all right there it is can't spill don't, don't spill we gotta don't spill any alcohol okay here we go guys so this one guys the 49ers uh, ladies let me stop saying guys i say that in general i don't mean you know okay <laughs> so the 49ers are an incredible nine game win streak oh we got somebody else let's get tony tony is that my man Tony? Oh shit, it's Tony! Oh my god! Ah! I feel like one of those little waving things outside the stores could buy my mattress. Ah! It's Tony in the building. Let's go! All right, all right. Hey, Mike, before we do shots, can I show off something real quick? Yeah, what you got? What you got? Uh, can't tell if you can see this or not. Got it. Take uh, a little bit lower. How right do I, here. Oh, I can do this little thing. I'm wearing um, that's a top hat dev pin that I'm wearing right now. She sent it to me with my Christmas gift. Uh, That's why I said one second because I was like, you know, I can't come on nothing but irons and not wear the pin. So I had to go grab my hat real quick. Absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. All right. So we're going to do this. We're going to take this shot. I see more people coming in here. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We're going to have to change it to a five screen now. We building up, man. Look, see, I'm glad we didn't take the shot because I'd have to throw back another one. And I'm not trying to be over here looking at my screen. All right. So, oh, we got somebody else coming in too. JP is in the building. Okay. Did, that, did y'all like see the link later? I'm happy everybody's in here, though. This is what I'm talking about. All right. So, everybody got those shots ready. The Niners are on an incredible nine game winning streak. <clears throat> they are officially undefeated since Christian McCaffrey has been named starter at the running back position. I just want to point that out. All right, since he's been named starter, the running back position, they are undefeated. All right, what? let's get these shots up, guys. Let's throw them back, ladies Salute. and gentlemen. Salute. All right, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna start in reverse, okay? Now, Tony, you don't count because you're staying. Uh, you're staying, you're not just coming on here for a shot. I'm, I'm yeah, okay, all right. So we're gonna go in reverse here. We're gonna start with my man, Ronnie. All right. Let me see. Let me see if I can do this little layout thing. Let me see if I remember how to operate this screen here. All right, big dog. Give me your thoughts on the game. You got you get the floor is yours. 
Ronnie, can you hear me? Do you know that we can see you? Oh, I can't hear anything. Okay, we got to get Ronnie off. <laughs> We're going to bring up my man, JP. Uh, oh, no, that's not. Wait. Oh, Ronnie dropped out. That's what happened. All right. Jay, what's yeah, going on, man? Man, your shirt's on the way, man. Let's go, let's go baby. Let's go. You get they just got the most nose. I just wanted to let you know in person. Love you to life, bro. I appreciate it, big dog. Thank you very, very All much, All right, big dog, man. for sure. All right. All right. So now... What we're going to do here is we're going to go, we're going to go quad box. We're going to go back to the quad box. Let me see if I can figure out how to do that. Let me get the little border and the banner. Boom. There we go. We're going to get the victory shots off of the screen. All right. I got to hear from everybody. Who wants to go first? Miss Debbie, Melissa, you guys have to have thoughts on this game. This was an emotionally trying game. I want to know how everybody feels about it. I'll go first. All right. Well, I'll tell you. Um, if you don't know by now, I got a new puppy and it's a, it's a German shepherd puppy and his name is Nina. I would bring him over here, but he's a little unruly right now. He's still a puppy. He's not trained. Look at my Twitter. You'll see videos of him. But anyway, okay. about this game, my heart was in my throat. Let's just put it that way. Mm. I'm pacing back and forth in front of the TV and Niners right behind me. What's going on? What's the matter with you? Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? But all I got, and then when Robbie missed the first, oh God, I said, no, not Robbie. He's Mr. Dependent. He, he rarely misses. Why now? But he made up for it when he did the second one. I was going like, yeah, yeah. And Niners jumping up and down going like, okay, mom. <laughs> I'm so excited that we won. And that's all for me. It, it was definitely a uh, a nail biter, right? And I, sure. I, I've never been so happy to not be able to sit down and watch it live. I was at a wedding. I was at the reception. I'm upstairs <laughs> with the DJ. I got the microphone in my hand all night long. I, I was in and out watching, like just trying to catch certain parts. I got yelled at for sitting there with my phone, trying to watch the game and everything. So <laughs> it, was, it was just bad. And I was going through the motions. Uh, with my little snippets, I can't imagine what it was like for the faithful to sit there and watch that entire thing. But Miss Debbie, thank you so much for jumping in. We appreciate you. We love you. Keep up the good work out there. And shout out to Niner over there. Okay, another German Shepherd added to the family. I like that, huh? The what? What do they call it? The the. Oh man, they, there was like a little hashtag going around about Niner pets. I forget what it was. I want. I'm gonna dig it up because i posted it when we had niner over here so i i, re, I can't remember what it is but i'm going to find it i'm going to tag you in it all right all right miss debbie you stay safe we love you all right. all right all right so now there's three melissa <laughs> you gotta tell us I, I know you got some thoughts about this who you who 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 is it how you feel about this game come on um I'm going to admit that I actually was scared to watch the end of the game. Like I, I like, like dug my nails into my dad's arm and I don't really have nails. And I made my father sit there, even though he was like dead tired and watch the final kick. Cause I did not trust Robbie gold at that point, And I could not watch it live. Like I had to watch the replay after he already told me that it was a good kick. Like mm. it was that bad for me and my nerves. Like I, I could, I just, 
every time you thought that things couldn't get worse, it got worse, you know? And it's just, I haven't felt that way in a really long time. And um, so I, I, it's not like I didn't believe in Purdy and like Purdy wouldn't come through. It's just, it felt like everything else was falling apart. You know, it was like the Saints game, but like, not like that the one where you felt like joyous, like you're going to win it, but like that nerve wracking feeling like you're not going to win it, you know? Um, I thought it, it was nice, like in the, the big moments that people stepped up, you know, like Nick Bosa didn't have a lot of pass rush. He didn't have a lot of what we all hoped for in this game, but when it was critical, he got enough pressure. He knocked the offensive lineman into the quarterback, which got the Sean Gibson thing. And I love that one picture that went like viral where Nick Bosa already has his arms up in victory before Sean Gibson even catches the ball because he, he just knew. He just knew it was going to be intercepted. It was going to come back and they'd have a shot. Um, I liked Kyle's aggression throughout the game. And I think what made me happiest was that he didn't risk anybody else getting injured at the end of the game. No, he's like, we're going to put this right down the middle. We're going to take the goal, uh, field goal kick, and then we're going to get out of here. And we're not going to risk anybody else getting hurt after Aaron Banks and Drake and both got hurt. Um, I'm seeing a maturity in Kyle Shanahan I haven't seen in a while. Um, and, and that speaks volumes. Um, but on a non-Niner uh, note, if anyone knows about John V and his podcast, uh, Tony is a diehard, diehard, diehard. Buffalo Bills fan, so if you can't come in tonight because you want to stay and watch nothing but Niners, and I respect that, but could you at least come in at the end of the show and drop a comment and give some support to a diehard Bills fan who's probably gone through the ringer in the last couple hours, seeing his team go through hell, and I love this community. I love what um, everyone's been tweeting and supporting, and I love that Trey Lance and uh, Christian McCaffrey both donated $1,000 to uh, DeMar's uh, foundation. And I love that Chris Jericho, who's not even part of the uh, the NFL, even donated $5,000 to it. So yeah. thanks, everybody. It's lovely to see all you guys. Um, and I actually have breaking news. I might meet Nick this weekend. Oh, shit. Okay, let's go. He lives out in Garfield. He lives in Garfield. I didn't know you lived in Garfield so close to me. Um, so uh, Nick goes to this bar in Paramus that's over where uh, Fuddruckers used to be. I don't know if you know where the one in Paramus used to be. Mm -hmm. um, and I might actually go and meet Nick Para this weekend. So I'm a little excited and kind of nervous. Well, but I hope it, you have a blast. Seriously. If you get a <laughs> chance to get out there, you absolutely should do it. It is good to get out and mingle. Get out there and have a good time. Just be safe with whatever you're and, doing. And uh, right? Breezy um, supporting John Chapman and wearing a shirt tonight that just came in the mail. There you go, man. And please check out the John and Wayne show. That's right, y'all. They know, they, Bye, know the deal. they know the deal. Melissa, have a great night, okay? All right, fellas. And then there were three. Now, Wayne, mm. I got to hear from my man, Tony, because everybody's mm. been asking me, where the hell is Tony Mike? What did you do? What did you do? And then I, you know what, Wayne? I got to tell you the truth, man. A little secret just between me and you. Nobody else can see this right now, okay? I did a victory shot on Sunday after the game. And guess who I did that victory shot with? 
wasn't, it wasn't me. Tony. It wasn't Tony. Mike, NY to the Bay. It was his wife. <laughs> it was Tony's wife. Let's go! That's what I'm talking about. Tony, so, take Tony, yourself off mute, man. Let them you know you still got good. a voice. Let them know what's going on with you, man. How you doing, bro? Good, good. Um, yeah, she. we watched the game, and she was like, this is a great game. I was like, whatever. So she's like, we got to call Mike and do a shot. I'm like, all right. But I said, I think he's at a wedding. And I don't know if he's going to answer. I don't care. Call. I, don't, I called. You got the voice down packed. <laughs> but yeah. Um, good, man. She came through, man. The only victory shot I was able to take the day of. So that was actually pretty cool. Not that I needed any more encouragement. I was. I was throwing them back already. You know, what's one more going to do? But it was a good time, man. It was good to see her. Good to see you too, Tony, man. Guys, this was a crazy game. We haven't gone through any news or anything like that. How do you guys want to start? Y'all want to start with the normal format now going forward? Y'all want to start with the latest news and rumors? Y'all just want to start talking about the game because there's a lot that we got to go over, man. We got to break down a lot of stuff. Whatever you need. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's start with the the most recent news for the 49ers, okay? Now, they're moving some people around on the roster. They're releasing people, trying to put them back on the practice squad. And I think that's a little bit of a dangerous move. Let's start with Spence, okay? Uh, Akeem Spence was released so they can put him, we're assuming, on the practice squad, right? He won't be able to go on the active roster, so yeah. He's one of those veterans. He was filling in, and he was playing pretty well. Why this move? Who were they making room for? Like, what, what's going on? What do you guys think of Spence in this time out there? And then uh, what, what do you think is the corresponding move? Go in. I mean, I th- I, he had an all right season with the 49ers. He wasn't great, but he was depth. And he had a good game. In, and he had a good Washington game. So, like, this, the 49ers defensive line is just weird, right? One game, one person will play well. The next game, that same person won't play well. Then the next person comes in, they play well. And then, you know, the only person that's been super consistent all season long, in my opinion, like the starting defensive tackles that actually are defensive tackles, not ends converting the defensive tackles. Was Eric yeah. And, and Hassan Ridgeway, I thought, was really good in the run game. Like, you know what I mean? And so then you bring in those smaller guys to kind of, like, help that pass rush. I thought Akeem Spence played well, but I mean, listen, he's he just happens to be an expendable because you ask yourself this: Do you want Akeem Spence on this roster, or do you want the signs of Elijah Mitchell on the roster? So you got to ask yourself that question because Elijah Mitchell is the last guy the 49ers gonna can bring back off this uh, IR, right? It's the last spot, and so it's either him, it's either it can't be Hassan. Wait, I, thought, I thought they had two left. I thought they had one, one left. Oh, sugar, honey, iced tea. Yeah. So, so if they bring him back, that means Jimmy's not coming back. No, Jimmy's not on the IR. Oh, Jimmy's that's right. That's right. That's right. Trey that's Lance right. can't come back. Trey Lance can't come back. Hassan Ridgeway can't come back. Like, you get what I'm saying? So, like, mm. it's it's so you put Akeem Spence on the on the PS. He's not no. He's gonna he's gonna go to the PS. No one's gonna pick him up. Like, like it's these veterans that get this nice little spin rotation. We see it all the time. And I know Tony got some other points he wants to bring up who you can possibly bring up from the practice squad. So, hey, man, uh, it's a it's a move that the 49ers were planning on making, period. We just didn't know that the expendable was going to be a keen spence because you didn't know 
what the situation was going to be with Javon Kinlaw, but now Kinlaw's back. And so, yeah, it's Kinlaw or Spence. And I'm sorry, I need to see Kinlaw. Like, I need, we need to see Kinlaw perform. Like, it's contract year next year. Like, you need to get him back in. So, you know, yeah, it's kind of what it is. Tony? Yeah, um, Spence is the back and forth guy. He's the guy that, you know, he's not going to go anywhere. He's just like the Kamiko Ture. They bring him up. They they sign him to the, pra- the 53. They cut him. He goes right back to the practice squad. It's an agreement that they have before they do this, those moves between the player and the team. But um, the guy I want to see is Givens. I, I, we need to get Givens back in this rotation. I, I love what I see from McGill, um, what he's been able to do. You have Hyder inside. You have a menu inside. who also doubles as outside edge guys. Um, there's just a lot of depth there that they can move around and rotate because it's positionless football, right? That's all they keep talking about. So the versatility is there. Um, and to tie up a spot for a potential guy you're going to bring back off the 53, uh, off the injury reserve to the 53 and Mitchell, it's not worth it because you know you can get this guy in the practice squad. So I'm good with it. I kind of saw this coming. The one down, the one thing I thought maybe could happen is maybe bringing up um, Jenkins. George Jenkins. See, Tony, I can complete your sentences still. We're still in sync, bro. Yeah. For. Bringing up Janoris Jenkins for this game and see what he has to offer. See where he's at. Um, you know, if the Niners get a lead, it, you might see a situation where Kyle might get him some run on the outside. Maybe sit Travarius Ward for a little bit. But, you know, I just – the whole thing with Lenore is very concerning to me, at least personally. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, talk about completing sentences and everything. Wayne, one of my notes here, and I I didn't send you my notes. All The only oh, I thing know. I sent you guys this morning was what the paragraph was for the episode tonight. That was all it was, right? Mm-hmm. One of my notes here is, if this defensive line all plays to their level at the same time, it'd be great. But when are we going to see it? We're Not only getting consistent play from two <laughs> players on the whole defensive line, and that's Nick Bosa and Eric Armstead. Yeah. It's, it's not like it's not one this of, season. One or the other. Every once in a while, somebody will come in and make a little splash play here or there. But we're not getting the consistency at, at the same time. And it's like, what's going on? But you know what, Mike? That lets you know that Nick Bosa is in a stratosphere of his own and how great Eric Armstead is. And then there's a big drop off. And so we were screaming about, oh, we got depth, and this guy, and this guy could do this. Oh, my gosh, he can pass. Ebukam can get to the outside. No, no. They're not as anywhere near what those two players can be, not even Kinlaw. And so, and you're hoping Kinlaw can be because he's a first-round draft pick, but due to injuries and things like that, he can't get on the field and stay healthy. So that should be a concern. But like Tony says, the the kind of the, the, that gluish piece mm-hmm. is the health of Kevin Givens. And so when he comes in the game, he gives you pass rush and run stop. Mm-hmm. I also think there's somebody else that we're leaving out, and it's Jordan Willis. I think this team relies big on Jordan Willis. <laughs> he doesn't and play. A lot of confidence in Jordan Willis. I can see Willis. Jordan Willis sliding over for Ebukam, bro. Yeah, because I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> I, I see it. I, I can feel it, bro. 
And remember, he came back off the injury, so he came back off the IR earlier this season. So you got to remember, he was getting reacclimated to the game. And so I'm not negating what he can do, but again, there's still a big drop. So if you go Nick Bosa, who's your second best pass rusher? Is really sack wise is Ebucom, right? He has three and a half sacks. That's bad. So 17 and a half to three and a half. That's what we're doing. It's a big, big gap. And you would think with one guy being so dominant, other people would eat a little bit more, you know? See what I'm but, saying? But wait, we got Jordan Willis have four sacks. Maybe Jordan Willis has four. I, I just remember Ebucon being at three and a half. If he has four, put it up there. Even still, that's still a big drop. Because but the thing the, is, like, look at the comparison, right? You have a guy making a decent not, amount of money that you're depending on as that player, and you have mm-hmm. a guy who's overachieving making minimum. But my but but my point is you don't have the perfect complement. Oh no, you don't to Nick Bosa yet. I, I don't know what they're going to do with Drake Jackson. I'm sure he's going to develop. Ebucom has four and a half, and Omenahue has four. Okay, so that's what it is. So yeah. four and a half. Either way, it's a big drop, guys. Like, that's a huge drop. Because you're – like you just said, Tony, you, you're you hoping if, if Bose is taking twos, they can't win one-on-ones? No, you're right. So, so, so and, and so then when we trash our secondary – because the pass rush can't get to the daggone quarterback. That's not yeah. fair. And we can't blame Kerry Hyder when they keep moving him inside and out. You can't blame this guy. This dude is playing two positions. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a lot about this game that caught my eye. I really was confused about on the whole defensive line and the way well, they the, played. The vanilla D? Well, before, before we get – into the game in particular. Let's, let's continue with the news so I can get that banner off, right? Uh, let's talk about the injuries. Have we gotten any updates on the on the, on the the injuries that happened throughout the game? Uh, I, I only saw the, the post-game pressures. I don't know if there's been anything since then. Uh, so no update on Banks? Uh, Banks will be out. He'll miss the next game, but he'll, he should be back for the playoffs. And it's kind of day-to-day for Christian McCaffrey with the ankle sprain and um, – uh, Greenlaw should be good. Greenlaw's supposed to be good to go. Uh, it's a bad, they, They're waiting on other tests, though. Yes. Now, I was listening to, oh, man, Jennifer Lee Chan on uh, the, the 49ers podcast with Matt Mayoko, and uh, they were saying that after he got up, they saw him doing sprints on the sideline. Yo, the dude, what? What do you mean? After he got, did you see him sprint to well, the sideline? Well, I, I did oh, see no, that. Okay, okay. No, no, I, I did. I, you know, the injury was. I was like, oh no, 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 no. Oh, I so. forgot you wasn't watching it in real time. You we watched right. it, so I wasn't sure if you yeah. saw him. Like, oh, Undertaker, like Paul Bearer was like, and he just jumped right <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he, he ran off to the side. Look at that man. We don't. We don't made. Uh, Never mind, it's cool. But yeah, so uh, it, it was good to see that he was okay. But he didn't come back in the game, though. No, no, he did not. So that's why I was a little confused about his his um, his 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 well being. So that that's it on the injury front. Christian McCaffrey with the ankle. What exactly was Banks's uh, injury? Did you guys catch? It was what a that knee was? sprain, wasn't it? Something with the knee, knee, knee and MCL or something like that. Yeah, or, yeah. in the knee, dog. Uh, one of them LCCLs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So I think that's it as far as the uh, 
latest rumors and updates for the 49ers. And Happy New Year. I believe this is our first show of the year. We weren't able to go live during the game. Uh, so I believe this is the first show of the 2023 year. So Happy mm -hmm. New Year to my brothers. Happy New Year to all the viewers out there. Um, happy that all of you guys were able to make it to 2023 because, man, they, they showed this picture on Twitter of all the celebrities that – they didn't make it. Yeah. And holy smokes. Yeah. It was a massive, massive picture. So uh, that was, you know, that, that was a little, you know, gut-wrenching. But I'm happy for everybody that was able to make it to 2023. Um, and now, so we're here. All right, so guys, let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about this game. Um, what we want to do is let's, let's try to start on one side of the ball and then continue to break it down that way. I know it's going to be a little rough. Um, offense or defense, where do you guys want to go first? Um, all right. I tell you what, let's actually start on special teams. Mm -hmm. If you I thought had to give teams overall was the best, they played well, except for the one missed field goal. And one, okay. I thought there was one bad punt by Mitch Wisnowski. It was one bad one, right? But mm -hmm. man, Ray Ray's getting better, and the return game is great, and the coverage team, Jesus Christmas. Like, they're just there every time that ball's kicked. And so I think the special teams, I know they're ranked, like, not dead last, but they're in, they're, 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 they're in the 20s. So that's not really good. But, I mean, I think how that's you, good. How do you rank a special team? I, that's a good question, bro. <laughs> like, is, is, it, is it return yards? Like, when they, when they come it's up with everything, Mike. It's everything. You got you to gotta factor in everything. Return yards, field goals, attempts, made – Percent, it's it's a net, that's a net point yards, all net that stuff. Front yards, yeah. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're that we're that far down, huh? Yeah. In the twenties, like twenty one ish, two. Kind of bad. Crazy. That's it's crazy, but, that we but it's not crazy because I remember you giving me the context, like about it. Like, well, if we're not doing such and such and such a lot, then yeah, like you know what I'm saying. There's a bunch of context to it, so. Absolutely. Like you're not gonna net a lot of punt yards if you know you're getting a couple first downs and have to punt. Right. Mm -hmm. So the Niners are one of the teams that don't go three and out a lot in the NFL. That's what you, you were don't saying. have a lot of three and outs. And so that's gonna naturally negate some of the net punt yards. There's only so many yards you can punt if you're if you're punting at all. You know what I mean? Uh, and we've seen the punts around and near the 50 yard line happen a, a couple of times. So that right there is gonna lower. You're not gonna get I, I know you all remember the first first week of the season. Uh, that kid, Trevor, uh, not, not Trevor, Ariza, Matt Ariza, with that 80-yard punt, right? Mitch Wisnowski, we don't know if he's ever going to be able to do that because we're never punting from that far back. Plus, his technique is different, right, Tony? He's a, he, he kicks a knuckle punt ball, he, whatever. He spins the ball, and then he'll drop it, like, nose down, and he just blasts it, and it has, like, this odd trajectory, and yeah. it just drops at the last minute. It's like a knuckle right. ball, like, from a pitcher. That's kind of dope. So that so remember we were getting those uh those fumbles. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah, so th that that's another reason why. So it's a lot that goes into it. All right. So let's let's go ahead and start talking about this defense, man, because uh this defense, this game, believe it or not, if you <laughs> depending on what play you saw, you would think this defense was phenomenal. And then there's other times where you're watching it's like, are y'all even there? Like <laughs> What's going on with this defense? Overall, uh, I, I personally was 
every everything that I have to say that's negative, it's an instant positive to me. We needed to see how they were going to respond to some good wide receivers, right? So let, let's be let's be clear. Devontae Adams, he's he's in everyone's top five. He might be in everyone's top three. He's my top one. You, you got him number one overall. He's the best wide receiver in the NFL, bro. He has and, been consistently for the past several years. So when you when you look at what he he did to the Niners and he and he worked us he worked us right, um, but I felt like it was a bend but don't break kind of thing with him, right? Even the plays where Lenore was in the perfect position to make a play on the ball it was just a phenomenal catch. And they ruled the one catch that wasn't a catch. You know what I mean? Like we we saw that ball hit the ground and he he didn't have it in either one of his hands, but because it didn't move. They were like, oh, he controlled it. Like you can't use the, the ball. Ground can't do that. Exactly. Right. So because I the mean, green law, the, the the interception that we saw, I don't know if it was in this game or the game before, it was an interception where the ball, it wasn't the, the game before, right? No, it was this game. Ball, it was this game. That's what I thought. What happened last game. Maybe it happened in both games. I know that there were times where we 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 go to intercept the ball. They say it touched the ground, so they don't they don't rule it, but they ruled that one that way. So it's it's weird. It's weird. But my point, though, is if you look at the wide receivers that are gonna, that we're going to be playing up against in the NFC, right, you're going to have Diggs. I mean, I'm sorry, not Diggs. Uh, what's my man on the Vikings? Oh, my God. Oh, Justin Jefferson, bro. Jefferson. You're going to have to deal with well, Jefferson. I said he's my top one. Just Jefferson's two. I think Diggs catches a lot of passes, bro. That, that's what he does. He's but, a, but he's in the AFC. We, we, that's not. Oh, so oh my, bad, my bad. My bad. My bad. Right. No, no, it's all good, right? Um, people are expecting. I feel like um, Brandon Ayuk should be top five wide receiver in the NFC, and I don't really? care about his volume in the yards. I just go by everything that he's able to do. He's open on just about every play. He's so open that he doesn't catch the ball all the time, like he because he doesn't know it's coming. But he's always he's always open. We, we're gonna we're gonna get to the offense because I got I got a lot to say about Ayuk. And and, and then I think Mike Mike. Uh, Evans should be in the top five in the NFC. And mm-hmm. I feel like I'm missing some. And then well, you, you forget the Eagles. The, uh, the oh, Eagles have. Um, I, yeah, I'll take A.J. Brown over C.D. Lamb any day. These are all top wide receivers that we're going to have to go up against. So I like the point. I like where you're going with this. Whole season. So I look at this game as the perfect practice game for the Niners. When, when the quarterback starts to move a little bit out of the pocket, uh, keeping plays alive and getting the ball downfield. They're How are we going to make it? Like, they're not making it, bro. Who's not making what? The Eagles. Aren't making what? To the NFC Championship. Hey, don't let that regular season bullshit fool you, dog. It's a I, whole I, different I, monster. I, you could disagree I, all y'all want. Well, it's a whole not, you got to realize something. They're playing without their best offensive lineman and that left tackle and Lane Johnson. And th- ever since he's been out. Well, Tony, can I add two more pieces to that? They're going to be yeah. missing two top star defensive players soon now. Who's out for the defense? I, I don't uh Josh uh, Sweat, I believe, is out. And I think there's another person, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, listen, you have to respect them. They're a good team. They're a talented team. But I ain't got to respect them, but you could, y'all could respect them. It's, well, I'm just saying in general, like they're they're not currently the number one seed. It's not definite. I respect they're that they're the number one seed, but other than that, I don't think they should be the number one seed either. The problem is I just don't – there's something about that team. 
Just can't. Mike, who did they play? Look at that schedule. No, they haven't played anybody. That's yeah, that's why confuse me, man. I'm sitting here trying to make my point. I'm thinking y'all going total opposite in the direction, and then you come in with that. That's, no, that's because, the whole reason why I'm saying what I'm saying. We're right there with you. We all see the same thing, right? The Eagles – all right, so here's the thing. You can only play the teams in front of you. I'm never going to fault them for that. Facts. But like, I, like I said multiple times, I said it when they were 8-0, and they were 9-0, and or 8-1. and I think they lost to – no, no. Was it 8-1? and They lost to Washington. Uh, round weeks, but those, so. but those games, Mike and Tony, those are divisional games. So they could kind of, you know, it don't matter. I'm not worried about Arizona, but Arizona can whip our ass on on sun on Sunday, bro. They shouldn't without Kyler Murray, bro. It, dude, we lost the Jerry. We were about McCoy. to lose the Jared Stidham, bro. Yeah, but <laughs> Cole McCoy is better than whoever. I don't even know the kid's name who's playing quarterback. <laughs> I don't know either. I'm just saying they could come in there. The next thing you know, he moving around and the defense wasn't expecting it. And he's keeping plays alive. And we're like, what the freak? It's just the it's the Cardinals. They suck. Kingsbury should be fired. But it can happen because it's a divisional game. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm not chalking it up as a dub yet. I know we're gonna win, but it's gonna be tough. So I'm saying that to say them, and then that's why I think the Giants could beat uh Philly. They all they both in. But you know them divisional games be tough. And Daniel, yo, did you see that Daniel Jones about to be offered a contract extension, y'all? I didn't see that. Bro, he had the best game of his career last week, got the Giants to the playoffs, and now is about to get a contract extension, which means Jimmy Garoppolo will not be going to the New York football Giants. Wow. Oh, Buda Baker's out too? Oh, okay, I like that. I like that. All right, so – Y'all, y'all don't think that this was a good we, – we went up against I, – I, if, if, if I'm not mistaken, Jacobs is an all-pro running back, right? He's not just some – Y'all don't listen to me. That's my point. I, you know, you know what? He's, he's a pro bowl, pro. not all-pro, but he's a pro bowl. So it's, it's close, a little different. I told y'all on the show, that's the guy. The one guy you needed to take away was Devontae Adams. Then you had to find a way to stop him. He played well. He didn't score those guys until the very end of the game. But even still, he was having his way. He's he's one of the best running backs in the NFL this year, right? Mm -hmm. Statistically speaking. And he was the one ball carrier that got over, what, 65 yards in the Niners or something like that, right? We still stopped him, yeah. Yeah, so even with that being said. Check his pass catching yards because he had a couple of screens. He was keeping the plays alive. So we we can – I think it's fair to say that teams are going to struggle running the ball against this. Is that fair to say? Yes. So it's going to come down to that secondary. It's going to come down to the pass rush, Mike. All right. So were y'all disappointed with the pass rush in this game? Oh, yeah. It was – there's something – I don't know how to say this. There's something about this game, okay? I did not see, like, the pin your ears back and look from this defensive line. They they Mm. came up – well, very hesitant, and I think it's because from past history, maybe from Kyle when he had Stidham in the senior bowl, they knew this kid had legs. So they tried to maybe rush him more discipline and try to keep him in the pocket, but there were several times Bosa tried to just pin his ears back and go, and it left the opening in the, in the field, in the defensive line, and he would take it and run. 
But when this team needed to do something, the defense shut that team right out when they needed to. The fourth and goal on the the quarter-inch line, I think it was at, they stopped them. Then, you know, the pressure would push Miller back into the quarterback, the interception. They needed a stop. When this team needed to stop, they played. I just think they came in with a very conservative game plan. Let's get in. Let's get out on defense. And that was it. But I like the adversity that the defense went through. I mean, they were down, I think, 10-3, I think, right off the rip. 10-3 they were down. I, I couldn't remember. I was screaming and yelling. Buddy. No, because we answered a touch. Yeah. I thought we scored a touchdown. It was 10-7, right? No, yeah. they scored first. Yeah, and then we scored a touchdown. We answered back right away, or did we have to punt? No, I thought we answered back with a touchdown. We didn't punt to the second drive, the third drive, one of them drives. Yeah, I could be sure. wrong. I mean, listen, it wasn't only the defensive line. The linebackers were playing totally undisciplined. Yes. Like, there were several plays where Fred Warner just let people go right behind him. One of them was Devontae Adams, and he was just staring in the backfield. Like, you can't do that. Same with Dre Greenlaw. And they did some new shit I caught twice where – Fred Warner was on this side and Greenlow was on this side, and then they flipped their their drops, like they actually crossed each other. And I've never seen them do that, but I don't I didn't like that because there was a major delay between them coming from here and here and going to their their zones. On that extra ground to cover, yeah. Yeah, I I didn't I did that. I never see them do that before. And another thing I didn't see them do a lot of is when they do that three to one side and mm-hmm. then goes all the way to the other side, and there's a linebacker in the a gap to the uh, to the away side from the three, they didn't do that often. They did it when the game counted. When they needed to get in that backfield, that's when they went to it. It's almost like they were trying to come up with something to see if they had to do something different in the playoffs, will it work? And I, I kind of feel like there was like they were like in test phase versus the Raiders in this game. So it wasn't the true Niners defense, in my opinion. It wasn't. And that, that's what I was saying when I said, you know, all the negatives I have, I have a positive spin on it. It was almost like they put themselves in weird situations to see what the players were capable of, of doing. I'm not yeah. saying that they did it on purpose. Maybe they were confused. You know, Nick Bosa, did y'all, did y'all hear what Nick Bosa had to say at the podium? Mm-hmm. He flat out said, like, yeah, we, we kind of underestimated him. We kind of, you know, like, weren't prepared for how Stidham was going to be. Like, <coughs> Bosa yeah, was but- very... To but, the point, one of his best pressers. I mean, no one really knew what Stidham was going to do. I mean, you would have to go back and watch the film in New England, and he didn't play the same way he played in New England that he played here in Vegas. He was a totally different, more mature type of a quarterback that took off if the read wasn't there and, and just ran the ball. The whole but damn Wayne, team. I disagree with that to a point because I think they knew something on him because they were rushing him totally different than they were rushing anybody this season. Yeah, like, but they were over rushing though. Like they were over pressing in their lanes. The same way, who was it that Nick Bosa? Who did we play? I don't want to say it was uh was it Kansas City? Remember Nick Bosa over pursued the, the pass rush. And didn't wasn't that Jared McKinnon? And next thing you know, he took off for a screen or something. I can't remember what it was, but that's what they were doing. They were just like overplaying the lanes, and so no one stayed in their lanes. And next thing you know, it was just a one up. 
covered. If you watch it, go on. If you watch the replay, you'll see several times where McGill, Armstead, and Ebicom are all running into each other in the backfield. <laughs> they were like three students. They were not rushing discipline because you've that's never seen them. Do that. Yeah, I agree you've with never that. Never seen this team look so like. Yeah, but why would they do that? That's my point. I think they were honestly experimenting to see if they had to go to a different look versus a team like the Eagles. Versus a team like the Giants, versus a team like Seattle, Green Bay, if they had to make an adjust on the fly. So you're saying to me that they were. I think they went in overlooking them, overlooking Stidham. I really do. See, I I think that they were trying to come up with variants if they needed to pull a plug in in a a game in the playoffs. They could show a different look. I'm going to need you to go back and watch the New England tape. Stidham did not run like that. Ever. I remember. I, I remember. That's why I said that the 49ers probably weren't going to have to worry about it. Now you said something that just kind of like caught my attention, though. What if, what if the 49ers didn't care about this game? Because they already had. They don't care. No, no, no. no. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Because, because, because you just said that they were testing stuff. And what if they asked Josh McDaniels to do some things a little bit different so that they could prepare? Like, my number one thing, the major red flag of this whole game, and I don't care what anyone says, who do you think is a better wide receiver, DK Metcalf or Adams? Oh, Adams. So then why did Trevarius Ward shadow DK Metcalf but didn't shadow Adams? Talk your shit. Come on, ding ding! Hit the hit the hit the freaking bell thing you got over. That's there. the number one tell-all because if this was a game that they needed to win, that's, I would put a lot of money. But that's why I just said they didn't really care about this game. Yeah, and that's why I'm trying to tell you they were experimenting to see if they can get away with leaving Lenore, leaving I, Adams. I agree. Like, I agree. Ward. I agree. I just want to know why he did it. Why he did that? And well, you if, just you you I can said tell you why. You yeah, just told us why. It. I don't know. I just thought it was odd how they just did this. And I'm 100%, you but you just answered why you said it was to prepare for those teams. Listen, the Giants would all right. Let's let's look at these teams. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. It's time okay. Okay. Oh, you got it. My bad. Y'all, y'all are getting there. Y'all right there. Just connect these dots. I'm y'all just right saying there. if we play the Giants, you got to deal with Daniel Jones. What does he do? He whipped our ass by running the ball. Let's keep it a buck. He beat us. By running the ball. Like, Daniel Jones beat the 49ers. I don't know if y'all remember, by running the ball, right? Who we got after that? We could possibly face Jalen Hurts. What does he do? Number one running quarterback in the league, maybe next to Josh Allen or something like that? Don't know. Could be. be. Right. But Josh been kept playing, and he got hurt. So, And then who's who else will we have to face? Aaron Rodgers can move in the pocket, even though we know. But, but he's a movable guy. It's more so about Tony might, y'all might be right. More about the receivers. On I think teams. it's I think it's not more about the receivers, Mike. I think it's more about the quarterback being able to extend that play for those receivers. If you let, if you let AJ Brown get lost, because I I'm sorry, AJ Brown though was Devontae Smith as well. So he they didn't, need to see, listen, yes. just, just no, they got multiple guys. I got you. They, they, right. That that's what I'm trying to tell you. So when you go up against the Packers, right? Who's the Packers' number one wide receiver this year? It's supposed to be Lazard, but I think it's Christian Watson. It, oh, so now you got two guys you got to concentrate on, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now you look at you look at the Eagles, mm-hmm. right? They, they got three guys. They got two guys also, right? You look at the Cowboys, right? 
They got they two, guys. two guys. They got two guys. Mm-hmm. We can't sit here and say, all right, we're going to shadow one guy. What if something happens? We got to figure out how we're going to be able to adjust in this postseason. Can Lenore cover this guy if he's on that side? Can, can You get what I'm saying? Go ahead, Tony. My thing is with that, though, it's a valid point. But look at last year. Our secondary was a lot worse, and we handled business with a worse secondary and a depleted pass rush. I think Embry Thomas so, can shut down A.J. Brown. My my thing is, like, the, the, what I'm looking at is they tried to beat the Raiders playing pure coverage. Yes. They that's that's what I observed. Because once they needed to dial up the pressure in the latter part of the game – they were getting back there. Bosa was consistent. I mean, he wasn't getting sacks, but he was consistently in that backfield. Whenever they needed him, he was back there. So that shows me they wanted to see, you know what? Let's see, God forbid, if our line can't do it. I want to see the back end try to carry the front for yes. once. Yeah. And it didn't work out. Now, it will never work out. It's not built it, to do it that. It work out if they play discipline. And, and, and when I say discipline, I'm talking about the linebackers to the, to the safeties. There was a lot of miscommunication between the linebacker and Hufanga, the, line, the mm-hmm. second level and Hufanga, mm-hmm. right? Because Hufanga, and, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to happen in the playoffs. When you get teams coming out and start handing the ball, grounding, pounding, 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 and then you're, every play that that happened, Hufanga came closer and closer. And closer, and that's when they went deep. And then what did they do? They put a six-seven tight end versus a five-nine cornerback. But, but Tony, that name one, name one other tight end that's gonna do that, other than Travis Kelsey. Ta- Tanya, how? Mike, shut Tanya. up. Tony's not as fast. Tony's not as fast. That's exactly what I'm talking about. But But he will go up and get a size matchup. He talked about the size. I'm talking about size. And I'm talking about that. That had nothing to do with size. That had to do with the fact. No, no, no. All right. Let me focus on the touchdown. The touchdown is what that's that's the one time I felt like Hufunga just bit the cheese because he was inching up and he bit on that fucking run. And next thing you know. Darren Waller's in the end zone over him, and he couldn't get back. He doesn't have the speed to get back. He doesn't have that type of speed to be, oh, snap, I made a mistake, and cover to get back to make a play because Darren Waller, for some reason, at 6'7", runs a 4'3". That, I, that's what I saw. He was fast the whole game. He's definitely, he's definitely fast. And just I just want to credit Mike for something because he made a point two weeks ago when they announced the Pro Bowl with Hufunga. I think Hufunga maybe – came to like, you know, oh, I got this. I got some a Pro Bowl. I can do this. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you something right now. I caught it on camera. There's a couple things I caught. Credit to the camera guys up in that stadium taking pictures on the sidelines. I saw Unlinen Bullocks. I could have swore it was Bullocks talking with Hufunga. Hufunga never made a, another mistake in the game. That bad. That big of a blown assignment. Okay. So let me so, – can I respond to that in particular? His issues are correctable. Good. Not only are they correctable – when I, oh, yeah. when, I, when I went back and watched this again, it looked to me like they were giving Hufunga some freedom to roam. It might not have been – I don't know if that was a game plan, right? But there was a clear switch flipped with Hufunga at a certain point in this game. And it's prob- I didn't notice the conversation on the sideline that Tony is talking about, but I'm wondering if that's when it happened. It seemed like they were giving him some of that I, – I hate saying this because – of the hair and all that stuff, but it seemed like they were giving him some of that Troy Palomalu freedom to see how he was going to play 
if they let him do that. And then they said, okay, now focus on your on your assignment. Go back we, to we the original. It. Right. We did this for a little bit. Let's get back to focusing on the assignment. We got we to gotta put this game away. And it seems like when they did that, everything was just very different. They had a 10-point lead on us at one point in this game. The score was like 24-14. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this is over. Like this, this game, this game is over. Now we haven't started talking about the offense yet. We're going to get there, but it seemed like we were on our way to getting shocked, steamrolled. I'm like, this, 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 this didn't look good. It's this was the Raiders Super Bowl. This was the Raiders Super Bowl, basically. Yeah. Okay. So that's one of my questions. New Year's Day, brand new stadium, hot team like the Niners coming and going for nine straight. This was the Super Bowl. That was my question in, in the uh, in the description. Which team did this game mean more to? Oh, I think the Raiders, definitely- the, Ra- the Raiders needed the win to keep their their playoff hopes alive. They also needed the the Jets to lose, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they they needed the Raiders. You think this game meant more to the Raiders, right? The Niners were just playing for what uh, two? Maybe we can get the one if we went out, but. Let's try. They, like, could what, lose what out and they, go, they could lose out and they go no lower than three. Right. I mean, what, what, what yes, you, you, want, if you want, obviously, your goal is to get the number one to buy in the home field advantage. But right. by getting the two, if Philly gets knocked off early, you're the home team. That's it. It's a wrap. And that's, yeah. that's the goal that you want. But like getting back to the defensive side of this, I think this was a experimental game plan to see the what if if they needed to do on the fly adjustments like that that's the way i saw it because they weren't rushing the same they weren't playing coverage the same hufanga they were doing a lot of cover three and this team hasn't really done cover three a lot where hufanga in the box and um gibson back yep it there, there was a lot of things that were just not normal about this game plan and and what makes me think that they flipped a switch like just when when they wanted to not that i think they said okay let's go ahead and put them like i don't think they thought it was that easy right but melissa talked about this play it was it was the basically the game-winning interception overtime right nick bosa couldn't get around this tackle easily all game right so he does this thing with his legs where it's almost like a trigger like he does this with his legs and like gets lower right and he just threw pushed my man straight back into the quarterback okay and Without turning around or anything, he throws his hands up in the air like, "Yes, I did it." No, it was like he, yes, he it was it. like he knew I affected that throw. No matter what the outcome is, they're not catching it. They're not converting. What, whatever it is, he knew it. Like he felt it, and it was the craziest thing. It's like, where was that all game long? It was like he was trying different things, and then he was like, "Forget it. I'm just gonna bull rush this dude." It was almost like he was setting him up for it all game long. Like I got yeah. him. Boom, there it is. I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I, I understand what Tony's saying. Wayne, you seem to, like, you, one second you're like, yeah, it was like a switch, but then another, you, you don't think it was that? You think it was just a bad game by the defense? It, it was Whether it was a switch game. or not, it was a bad fucking game by the defense, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it was bad, period. I, and people don't want us to talk about that it was bad because the oh, no, defense – no, 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 no. We're going to talk about it because yeah, I agree just, with just as much as we can praise them, we can also constructively criticize them as well. The defense needed to, uh, whether it was an experiment or not, I see my man Colleen here says D'Amico needs to scrap that shit. Matter of fact, if D'Amico was trying to be a head coach, man, this game would have really, like, 500 yards? Like, what the fuck? What the heck? Like, that's not 
what this defense is, that's not their staple. Their staple is keeping you under 300 yards, all right? right? And under 15 under points a game. Point. Yeah, yeah, 15 right. or 20. 15. <laughs> no, damn, 20. They still don't even, even with this score, the last two scores, they still, the defense still number one in points under, under 17 points per game. That The defense is great, but they didn't look great. And whether they were experimenting or not, that's beside the point. If you're going to experiment, you still need to go out there and be great. It's not like the Raiders were doing anything to trick them. What did they do? But the first play in the oh, game was a big don't, game don't, don't, with the bootleg. I'm, I'm not discrediting, but what did they really do to trick the number one defense? They weren't ready for Stidham. They were. Did they were. Really? They were using. Adams is a chess piece to see how the defense would align. Well, then the 49ers should have, number one, defense and league, Tony, you take away the best player. Name one coach that doesn't no, do that. No, I watched Bill Belichick do that against Tyreek Hill. Ask me how I know, because the motherfucker didn't perform in fantasy football. That's how I know. Like, <laughs> I that's exactly how I know. I understand that, but there was three big plays by Adams. Three huge plays. The one in the corner where he dragged his foot for a touchdown. The one on a blown assignment from the second level of our defense that went for 40 yards. And then the one where he didn't even catch the fucking ball, but he got credit for it. Other than that, that, it wasn't Devontae Adams. But but my point, Tony, is... Two of them are a blown assignment. One of them was a blown assignment. One One of them was a freak play when he dragged his last toe. I thought he was out, but he had black. The tip of his cleats were black, and the end zone was black, so I didn't even see it. Right. And when the the one where he we caught it, Lenore was in great position on that play. That was was good defense by Lenore. That was the best defense he played all game. If that was in Devontae Adams, there could have been a flag for a slight push off from Adams on that play. Because if you looked, Lenore was so far ahead of him, and Mm -hmm. Devontae Adams was still back, and he still dropped, didn't make that catch, but he got credited for it. So the issue is if we're focusing on what happened it one phenomenal play, one bad call, and one missed blown assignment, actually two if you want to do the Hufunga one, and you're talking about a different game right now. Right? Think about it. No, like, no, 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 like that, because they, they, because the Because, Tony, the whole game, the Raiders were moving the ball. The, yes. The only, the, the only thing is the offense for us was moving the ball as well. Like, like that's kind of what kept the the seesaw going. Like our offense. Yeah. Like, and 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 I'm look. I see. I, I'm just seeing a lot of stuff in the chat. You know, Jason Aponte put the stats from the from the Ravens defense. I get it. I'm not saying defenses can't have a bad game, but why the fuck we can't talk about it? What's what? what, what why can't we say yeah, we can that no was bad. at the end of the day they were bad. They were bad. Yeah. And it does, I'm not, did I come out of my mouth and say that they're not the number one defense? I mean, technically the number two. I still feel that they're number one. And I still feel this team is still dangerous. They're the most dangerous team in the league. Let me tell you why I said that they're the most dangerous team in the league. Because they the gave up. Huh? The replay is actually on the NFL Network right now. Get out of here. They, they gave up 34 points, right, and still found a way to beat this team. Still found a way to win because at the end of the day, the defense still won the game. If Gibson don't get the interception, I'm guarantee you the Raiders was going to drive down that field. So if Nick Bosa doesn't make that one pass rush, that one that needed to count to flutter that ball, and if Tashawn Gibson 
if that was Jaquarsky Curry, he would have dropped it. If Tashawn Gibson doesn't make that catch and get the return, don't forget the return yards, we don't give Robbie Gold another chance. Are you so watching the Mike? Did you put it on? I'm watching I'm, this. I'm, I'm turning it on now. I just I'm starting up my TV right. now. I, I just turned it on, like, and, and I just saw something, and and I, you got to give credit to Josh McDaniels, right? For sure. That, that, that's what I was saying when Wayne said they didn't do anything. They were doing a lot because if you look at the alignment right now, it's wow, it's his second quarter. Look, Damn. the Raiders were in control the majority of the game. The first so, fourteen ten with two minutes in the second quarter, even in he the has, second half. They, they he were has lined all the way to the top of the screen. They're facing from right to left. He has Hollins. He has Murnau. And then he has Devontae Adams flexed off the left tackle. So the Niners are in zone right now. So that's Al Shahir matched up versus Devontae Adams. It's not the matchup you want. It didn't make sense. Wow. That's what you're saying. I like the like the defense assignments, the defensive assignments. A lot of them were mismatched like a mug. Look, let me ask you this question. If you can get Brandon Ayuk on a linebacker and you're the quarterback, who are you throwing the ball to? Oh, no doubt. <laughs> like, and, 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 and Jared Stidham, you know what, Mike? You're right. I got to get him. Is, they didn't even go to Devontae Adams on that play. That's crazy. It was you know who they went to? Josh Jacobs, one-on-one with the Amador Lenore. I would take that matchup too. Big back, pass catching back, little uh, DB. It's it's look, man. It's 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 cool. We can always agree to disagree, but at the end of the day, I thought the defense was the weakest link uh, as a whole, as a whole. And it started from the it started from the it started from the front all the way to the back. I think the front negated. I, and you know what? <sighs> It's crazy. It's, it's weird, right? There's no pass rush, but it seemed like they were getting more yards on the ground. There were some stops and tackles for losses, but they were getting a couple of chunks, and maybe that's why the linebackers were just overcompensating. You know how Fred plays when the line ain't right. He just feel like he got to shoot up because I mean, he had a couple of tackles for loss too, or at least one. So I don't know. The defense, if they were experimenting according to you guys, that 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 shit almost went bad, and that 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 is true. That is true, and there is absolutely nothing wrong with pointing out the worst game of this defense of the year. This game, defensively, was worse than the Kansas, Kansas City, City game. I thought so too, Mike. I thought it was just me. This game was worse because they're all healthy. At least in the Kansas City game, you had a bunch of people rushing back from injury, trying to play in that game on both sides of the ball, right? But this game was just completely different. Like you said. Our offense was able to keep us in this one and, and continue to give us a shot. And now it's time to turn the page. We got to talk about this offense, man. Um, I, I personally, let me let me end with this on the defense. And if you guys have a final thought on the defense, you guys get, give it. I'm not worried about this defense. I know what this defense does right, right. 90% of the time this season. This is the second game where I was just like, wow, what are they doing? Third That's game. not the norm. Third game. What was the, what was the other one? The defense was terrible in Atlanta too, bro. Like I like I like the defense. That was really, injuries. That, that was, it was. It, it, that was injuries. You're right. But they and, were still bad. <laughs> and that was a team that had three guys rush for over 50 yards on us. So it's a little, it's a little, you know, yeah, deceptive. It was 
when you when you include what Marcus Mariota was able to do against us on the ground. And guys, keep those super chats coming, guys. We are gonna get to those at the end of the show. I, I see the super chats. I don't want you guys to think that we're ignoring you. Keep them coming. We're gonna get to all of them in order at the end of the show. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, this defense. They, they, trust me, they'll be turned on. They'll be up. They'll be ready in the postseason. All the experiments oh, and stuff sure. like that is going to be over. Um, I think I think that uh, we it's okay to react to what we saw. We can call it like it is. There were times where they made phenomenal plays, and there Absolutely. were times where they left us scratching our heads saying, this is not the 49ers we've seen all year long. I know everybody that watched that game said that. I know that. Exactly. I have a question for you guys. All the NFC teams and all the playoff teams in the NFC, do any of them have a better skill position? When I say I'm, I'm not quarterback, wide receiver, tight end, running back than the Raiders? Yes, there's one. Who? The Eagles. Not by much. I'm, it's close. I, Wait, I think say that I'll, again? I'll Why? take Jacobs. I'll take Jacobs over their running back any day of the week. Yeah, I'll Miles Sanders. I'll take the two tight ends from the Raiders over Godert any day of the week. I like Godert. Adams, I would take over A.J. Brown. Yeah, but so it's Devontae Smith. You're comparing Devontae Smith to Hollins and Renfro. He's just a right. burner, though. So when, you, when you look at their wide receiving core in, in completion, that's Eagles, right? When you look at I'll their tight ends. Like right, the, right, right, right. You know, I know. When you look at the tight ends, I'll give that, I'll give that to – I'll give that to Waller, but Goder's no slouch either. He's no slouch. And then the he run just, game. He was just injured through. this year. So if he wasn't right. injured this year, we would be talking about Goddard for sure. Because I think this is probably one of the toughest skill set positions that they've faced all year. Now, you left out quarterback for a reason, and that's a big, big difference in the game also. Because now that stops the pass rush. You know, we've seen what Nick Bosa does and doesn't do against running, scrambling, athletic quarterbacks. He's very hesitant to finish a rush. There was a play in this game where he had, he had almost like a free rush, and then he like frozen. he just put his foot in the ground, and Nick stopped. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I was, my wife is yelling at me in the wedding reception, like, babe, babe. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I had, I had to, like, put myself on timeout. Like, he just completely – I've never seen Nick Bosa do that before – just open feet. He, he had him like straight, a straight line to him. And he just stopped. And I was like, Oh my God. So I, I do, I, I understand that you left, left the quarterbacks out, but when you do sprinkle that in, I think that, that, that puts the Eagles skill positions over the top for the Raiders. But I do get your point though, as far as who's going to be responsible for covering those guys. I, so I, I do, I, I get your point there. Absolutely. I absolutely get it. Any final thoughts on the defense before we move on to the offensive side of the ball? I'm I'm with you, Mike. I'm not worried about the defense. Uh, but I mean, the trajectory is kind of they gave up 20 points and then they give up 34 points, and now they're about to play the Cardinals, which they shouldn't give up any points, but who knows what's gonna happen? I think the defense comes out. Uh, being the fact that it's a freaking divisional game, they're gonna come out and lay the pound. So I'm not really worried. I'm not worried about the defense. And when the playoffs start, I mean it, Healthy, healthy green law, <laughs> please God. So all I'm asking because I love Al Shire, but he's not Dre Greenlaw. And he I'm plays better. Good. Good. Right. I was gonna say he plays better when he's on base, opposed to having to play in that nickel package where he stays on the field 
And so that's why we need Greenlaw out there. I'm worried about the Hufunga Lenore communication. <laughs> they're gonna give up. They're gonna give up a big play. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about the communication there. I'm worried about that teams are gonna go after Lenore. That's um, why I don't get it. Like, just I kind of feel like Lenore's that type of guy. If it keeps, he doesn't have that. Okay, next play mentality. I think he kind of holds it, and he thinks because. He didn't look I'm good not, in that game a couple times. I'm not worried about Lenore, bro. I, I almost want to agree with that, Tony, but here's the difference. That play that we said was phenomenal coverage, but the catch yeah. was a catch, right? That was yeah. later in the game. That was after getting worked. He got worked all game, game and then he, Yeah, I, but I then that him back. my thing is it happened early, and it took all the way to that point for that to happen. But, but So he but, held it early, and then you saw – uh, D'Amico Ryan pull him aside and talk to him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. To the point where Lenore stood up off the bench. And I don't know if they were, it was a heated exchange. He didn't look mad. I did see that. He didn't look mad. Yeah. I don't know what, what it was. What was obviously, I know what was being said, but I don't well, he know. Didn't, I, he was, I, was getting cussed out. But I but, saw a lot of this, though. His head was doing this. Yeah. It was so, like a lot of yes, yes, yes. You, you saw like maybe that turned the light bulb on. So that's one issue, and I'm going to tell you guys now, and I know, Wayne, how you feel about this. I'm very concerned to what I, I'm seeing from Ken Law. I saw from Ken Law in this game. Yeah. It... To, the point, to the point where I know, Wayne, I, I understand he, you want to get him reps. He needs the reps. But my man's got no push. No He's push. getting thrown off the ball. His pad level's high. It's the total opposite of Armstead. Who has I, no push in that leg? I swear to God. No. I, I think I think I mean who do you who do you go with? Like, do you go do you go with the rotational guys? Like as far as the and the outside inside guys, do you tell Greenlaw to sit and maybe play Kerry Hyder on the inside downs on the you know rushing downs? Like what what do you want to do? Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, so I'm not knocking the guy. I'm not knocking him. He does no, have a no 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 you're not. I didn't get that from you, but I, He's I got saw a serious it. issue with that knee where, to the point where he cannot even push off of it, like violently. He looks like a guy who hasn't played 100 snaps this season yet. Well, I mean, he didn't even play. That's my point. Yeah. He looks like a guy who is the guy who hasn't played 100 snaps this season yet. Yeah, but what Tony's concerned about, and correct me if I'm wrong, is the fact that he doesn't even have – do you have to be that guy to play to have that push? I, 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 I would think he still has the push, even if he was rusty. He has no power, and, and, yeah. and then it's like, what's the purpose? Like he's not playing with that violentness that got him drafted that high. Exactly, like, he was tossing guys in the SEC, like literally pushing people on their ass, throwing them out of the way, and you don't see it. It's not here, and their offensive line. You're not facing a Larry Allen or Quentin Nelson. You, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, there's nothing there. And someone in the chat, Cali, they like, see, he, he, no, no, Cali didn't say it. Somebody else said it. He looked overweight. I like, he didn't he look as slim as he did in training camp than he did in this game. He looked like he put a couple pounds on. He did look a little bigger, yo. He, he, he looked a little bigger. I think maybe they're trying to transition him to that DJ no Jones role. Yes. Be that true, like, 
space clogging DT, and he did well on the goal line. But when it comes to a situation where he needs to rush the quarterback, he's not getting that push. But he never, but he never was that though, right, Tony? Like he wasn't drafted to be that. Like he wasn't oh, drafted to I mean, be the rushing. Carolina, he was throwing people around. Yeah, but I mean, he, those are little boys. You get into the NFL, you get to these big offensive linemen, Tony. Man, it's, it's, it's in the SEC. Come on, they were. I mean, he. It's the best of the best now, man. It's, it's the best. I mean, but well, I get what coming from. Like, yeah. That's the cream of the crop. Like SEC is NFL, basically. I get you, but again. Them boys to men, like you get to the NFLs, all men. Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. I, I want to do my player of the game on the defensive side of the ball before we wrap this up here. Uh, and I'm going to give it to my man, Eric Armstead. Okay. There were two game defining plays in this game one by the goal offense stance, and one by the defense. Mm-hmm. And that goal line, let me tell y'all what they did to my man, Eric Armstead, on that play. Mm-hmm. They double teamed him, they took his legs away from him, and he made a tackle from his damn knees. Did you guys see that play? Did you guys rewind that play as many times as I did, bro? Bro, he threw the center. You talking the about the guard. goal? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. He was on his yeah. knees when he, he made that, that tackle. You see that play right then, Mike. What? He took on a double t- He took on the double team, threw the guard, took on the fullback, and made the tackle. The fullback. The full- yes, yes, the fullback. That's what it was. You're right. It was a fullback. And then he made the tackle. And yeah. then he made that's what he took on the double team. His legs were completely no, it was, it was guard combo, and then yeah. they tried to walk him down. He threw the oh, guard. So you're saying it was three. Yes. <laughs> Come on, baby. That's I what just want to know bro. where where everybody is about they didn't want Armstead on this team. Where bro, they at? Armstead, that play was such a crucial play in this game. Like, wow. And we what, what we we punted right after, right? But it was the fact that we I got we out punted of it because we had a couple of penalties. Uh, Trent Williams, I think, had two penalties on the drive, but it was right, right. on the one yard line. I mean, it, it, you kind of gotta. I mean, what's the probability you're gonna get out of that? You just want to not get the safety. That was, in my opinion, Eric Armstead earned my player of the game on the defensive side of the ball for that play right there. That play was just, and and by the way, he had other really good plays throughout the game. But that one right there is the one that stood out the most, keeping the points off the off the board. And like, where was the help? If all those guys were on him, where was everybody else? Like, it was it was just a phenomenal thing to see, man. I absolutely love seeing that play. I don't know if you guys have a different one. I got a different one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, Ty McGill. He was second in pressures on the team. He had four or five pressures, second to Bosa, I think ten. And uh, this was the other blown assignment. Yep. No, oh, so, yeah, there was multiple bonus assignments in this game. Yeah. All right. We're good. Yeah, so I'm going to go with uh, McGill. McGill, I like that. I like and that. And uh, I got news for you. In the playoffs, hopefully Givens comes back. I think you're going to see a platoon of – He's definitely coming back, Tony. Givens, McGill, Armstead, and what's his name? And I think you're going to see Kinlaw like in third and short goal line situations, and that's all it's going to be for Kinlaw. But that's all you need. Fast rusher. Now, at least. And Hyder, too. That's all you need. That's all you need from him. Like, you, you, that's it. That, that's what he can give you, and then leave him in there. Goal line stance, put the big boy out there. Fourth down and one, third and one, third and two. Put him out there. If they run the ball, he should be able to soak that up. If they pass the ball, let hopefully he can get his damn hands up. Um, 
So I like both of your player to games, actually. T.Y. McGill, hopefully they give him a little bit of more, more reps with Akeem Spence being down. I'm thinking that's one of the reasons that he got released as well, right? Because the surgeons of T.Y. McGill, which we saw. Kid has a motor. Also, also, it could be somewhat Givens, too. And Givens will be back, right? He might not be back this week. He definitely will be back for the playoffs. So there's going to probably be a... We're going to have to figure that out. Somebody else is going to get sent down, which would probably be your boy. I'm going with Gibson, though, man. Like, and, and like, he's, in my opinion, probably the most underrated player on the defense. Uh, you always see him trailing to make tackles uh, because he's saving plays. Um, what, he had four tackles in this game. But the pick, you know, being at the right place at the right time, that ain't easy. I don't know what Mike is saying, but yep. Yeah, whatever he said, yep. <laughs> I said right place at the right time, but still make the play. Wait, wait, I didn't right. even get to that part, right? But you're right. And, and so, like, yeah, two know, goals in the game, though. He had what? He should have had a second pick in this game. Yes. 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 Sure. Uh, absolutely. But, but again, like, this kid, this, excuse me, this, this younger, older gentleman uh, has been playing pretty much damn great football for the 49ers all season long so great that he took the starting spot from the starting free safety and i feel like he gets overshadowed each and every game uh but the fact that he came his number was called and he answered all right i think that guy got needs to get some credit so my game ball on the defensive side goes to, to sean gibson and the return was sweet too i thought he was gonna get in but, I uh, thought he was going to finish I it, right? He was there. No, no, don't let him kick the field goal, dog. You, you know what was dope about it, though? He knew once he knew he wasn't going to get in. You know what he did after that? What he, he still waved by to the Raiders fans. <laughs> See y'all later. Y'all thought that shit was going to go right now. It's over. That's a veteran for that behind, bro. That's a veteran for that behind. Um, and then if I had to give a runner-up, I got to go with the other interception guy. Is it me, or is it when Drake Jackson comes in the game, he just always makes a play, bro? bro. I was so happy to see him get that interception, man. You saw you saw the sideline talk, right? Like I looked up and it was just like, oh, there it is in my hands. Like, oh, I got it. Like, bro, I, I love I love seeing it, man. I wish he got I wish he got some more reps. I really, really do. Um, but we'll see how they deploy deploy him in the postseason. I think I think they're putting something together for that young man. I really, really do. Um Let's talk about this offense. Here we are almost an hour and a half in and haven't got to the offense yet, guys. This was a game of games. This was a game. I know Wayne hates when I say this. I felt like Brock Purdy needed this game. I felt like the Niners needed to see how we were down multiple scores in a game to see what Brock Purdy's mentality, what his, what, how he was going to answer. And he had bad plays in this game. He had plays that made you just reminded you, yeah, this guy is a rookie. He had he had plays in this game where it was like, wow, I can't believe he made that throw. Uh, there was everything all he into the spectrum like with the defense, right? Um, so I'm, I'm going to start with Brock Purdy. Um, he did some things where I was just like, God damn it, this kid's a rookie. That throw across the body, the George Kittle across the field, the arm strength, you, you, like you could just see why i don't know if i want to say this i'm not i'm not gonna say what i was about to say but you can see why kyle shanahan trusts him no that, that's not where i was going you could see why he was third on the depth chart 
Oh, because he doesn't have the arm strength. At times in this game. At oh, times oh. in this game. Be very clear what I'm saying. Because he oh, had he, high he, highs. Let me be very clear what I'm saying I mean, here. He doesn't have the deep ball arm strength. And I don't see that. I don't see anything wrong saying it. I mean, like, that's the obvious. Like, that. Right. That's, that's his knock. And mm-hmm. so neither did Jimmy. Is <laughs> a question for you, Wayne. I'll tell you what. His deep ball. Does he make that throw? His deep ball is ten times better than Jimmy's. I'm, I, but listen, I'm, I, I'm not. I'm saying the, him, this kid has an ability that it, you don't normally see this, and he did it on the touchdown pass to to, to Kittle. All right, he's a right-handed quarterback who rolls left, knows where the sideline is, but yet knows when to stop, flip his hips, and make a throw. That is tough, and you don't see like. Uh, that's hard to do at 22 years old, 23 years old, whatever he is. 23. This kid is like light years advanced of like any rookie that's come out in the last three years, in my opinion. That's just the way I see it. I, I could go on for hours with this kid because I told you guys from day one, I don't have a problem with him backing up Trey Lance going into this season. Watch this play there about the show. Watch this play there about the show on your screen. Which right. one? The one where they called the interference and he threw it at the guy's foot? No, no, no. That's it's coming up soon. He, he throws it to McCaffrey. It's a check down. But if he just was a little bit more patient, he had George Kittle wide open with no right. one near him. Right sure. behind McCaffrey. I mean, listen, that's going to come with attrition. That's going to come with experience. He, Guys, we made this trade to bring this guy in to be a security blanket, and that's what he is. And Brock, Brock Purdy is taking what the defense gives him. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's the check. I I I, I, I kind of disagree. I, like, cause at some point, like you, I know, I know this is not the time for him to develop, but at some point, like you, you can't, we, you can't miss, you can't miss those guys. You know what I'm saying? I, it was the perfect time for him to to make those mistakes before the playoffs. Well, well, my point. I'm not saying that he's wrong for making a mistake. I'm saying. You don't want to miss a wide open guy. I mean, he and and like it all depends on how the defense was facing him too, right? Because we don't know what he's feeling when that defense is there. Like he's the one being pressured. The guys are in his face. We see the wide open guy, but then Tony, like Tony says, you you, you take what the defense is giving you. What did what did CMC even get on that play? There was one time he threw the screen to CMC. Oh, he got. There was one time he threw the uh, the screen to CMC. He got cracked in the backfield. So like. Yeah, that's where he rolled again. He rolled out. Yes, yes. So listen, I love Brock. I love what he's doing, but he's also got to be better. Like, and there's it, nothing wrong with that. Like, everybody got to be better, right? And even Brock says it. I got to be better. I got to make these throws. I got to not miss this read. I got. So they're saying it. So that's good. It's good that you know when you go back to reflect what you need to work on. That's the key. The fact that he knows, understands, comprehends, and now he can go out there and do it. And he gets better every game. I don't know if you yeah. guys noticed that. And th- and that's why I said that this game, all the negative things I have to say about this game, like I'm happy that it happened because it's going to make us better when we needed to count more. You know what I'm saying? Niners are in the postseason. Kyle says it every time he goes to the podium. You know, like, yeah, we got a couple of things that we can play for still, but our number one goal was to get to the dance. All right? So now it's about what we do when we get there. 
it's it's Kyle's not saying that these games aren't important. Yeah, we could still get number one, but we need other things to happen in order for that to happen. But in the meantime, it's about what we do when we get there, right? And this game showed me that there's not going to be a situation where the Niners feel like they're just completely out of this game. No, no matter what. Again, it was 20, was it 24 14 at one point, 27 17, something like that at one point in this game. We were down 10 points, 24 14. That's the score right now. 24 14. We're down 10 points. And he didn't look nervous. He didn't look shook or anything like that. And he went out there and he played a really, really good game. I love seeing this young man growing right before our eyes. I really, really do. I really enjoy seeing it, man. This was this was a fun game to watch. It was probably stressful for the people watching it live. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't imagine how you felt being in the stadium. Like you were probably you had to be surrounded. I was gonna say by Raiders fans, but every time they panned out, I saw a bunch of red in the stadium. It wasn't but, a bunch of Raiders, it was Raider fans there, but it was a lot of 49er fans, yo. Right. So like what what are you doing? Like, are you are are y'all angry when you're sitting in the stands watching the game when the team is down 10? Are y'all Hopeful, like, nah, it's a lot of game left. Like, what was the vibe? What, what was the what was the energy like, specifically with watching the offense? Specifically I don't know why, because it was, for me, me, me personally, I was in shock that the defense was playing so bad to where, like, I couldn't even receive what the offense was doing. Like, I, I th- I'm so used to the defense playing a certain way Mm-hmm. I I knew the off the offense have been averaging thirty points since Brock Purdy's been playing quarterback, so I wasn't really concerned about the offense putting up points. It was just like, oh man! So when we were down by ten, it was just like, all right, man, we got a lot of game left. Um, but can the offense needs to not get a three and out? Like they need to keep the score, the score because I know. I think the defense will find a way to make a play. That's what I kept saying. You could ask Peachy. I said, if the offense could keep this game close, the defense will make a play. That's what happened. Right. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I completely agree. All right. So Christian McCaffrey comes in here and does Christian McCaffrey things. I got to get your guys' thoughts on this. And it doesn't have to just be about Christian McCaffrey. Let's talk about the offense as a whole. Uh, concerns, positive things. Like, what what did you guys see? There were a couple different wrinkles I saw in here. Um, I don't see a lot of uh, sweeps to Brandon Ayuk. He got one in this game. 16 yards. Um, right. They showed a still shot of that play on Twitter, and it's Brandon Ayuk with the ball. There's one Raiders guy who's almost out the screen, mm-hmm. and it's a convoy in front of him. And when you I when, when you up, see right? that, I think if that uh, was Ray Ray McLeod, that might have been a touchdown. Ray Ray McLeod like, fucked it up. He just stopped. Yes, like pick up the block, right? And it was it was such a phenomenal play. That's why I said if that was Ray Ray McLeod, that would have been a touchdown because Brandon Ayuk would have picked up that block. When you go and oh, but there was no one near the block. He just froze for a second. He was looking to hit somebody, and then like you saw Ayuk basically run him over. He would have did something. The offensive lineman, the all twenty-two. That was beautiful of that shit. It looked like synchronized swimming. The offensive line, they snapped the ball. The offensive offensive line goes to the right. Then, mm-hmm. like, they just knew, and they all just shifted left and just left everybody and just got downfield. It was incredible. It was almost like, of course, they knew the play, right? So I, I don't know how to phrase what I'm saying, but it was like they all, like, heard a, an audible noise and just knew when to break. They didn't look at each other or anything. They just did it, but it was all at the same exact time. They all put that left foot in the ground, and then they just cut. And they just went, and it was, bro, 
It was freaking beautiful watching that play. And I was like, oh, my God, how don't they score on this play? But, you know, it doesn't matter. It was a first down, it was 16 yards, I think you said, right? Mm-hmm. And then Christian McCaffrey gets in a couple plays later. Bro, it was incredible. It was incredible to see. This offense was so locked in. And shout out to my guy, Mike freaking McGlinchey. He had a phenomenal game, guys, right? Like, come on. Can we? I think he had the best game as an offensive lineman. Uh, when you're taking on the number one pass rusher of the team and you don't allow that guy to get around to get to the quarterback, zero sacks too. Uh, when you don't allow that guy to even hit your quarterback, like that says a lot. And, you know, Mike, listen, what was my gripes with Mike McGlinchey as of lately though, Mike? It's the, it's the number two pass rusher. That he struggles with. We talked about always the number two pass rusher. He said, "If you put the if if the number one if the if the opposing team's number one pass rusher is on Mike McGlinchey, you don't have anything to worry about." We talked about that. We talked about that. You have nothing to worry about when Mike McGlinchey's going up against the best pass rusher on the team. It's the number two, bro. It's like they didn't have a number two. I have seen Crosby completely take over a game by himself. (laughs) I don't. I don't even remember saying his name this game. I can't remember saying it either. I think he made one tackle, like, on a run or something. Bro, Mike Mike McGlinchey played him so well. Like, you know, like, he's got all the tattoos and stuff on his arms. You usually see him and everything. I was, like, trying to, like, is, is he even out there? Oh, yeah, there's the tattoos. Like, I see the ink on his arm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he's out there, but he's not doing anything. But the offensive line played a really good game. They answered well. My man that came in for Banks, right? Daniel like, Brunskill. Brunskill. We didn't miss a beat. We didn't miss a beat when it came to the offensive line. The run blocking wasn't completely perfect, but it was it was obviously it was good enough. What were your guys' thoughts on the offensive performance by this team, man? I, I thought the offense, I thought the offense was on that, you know, quote unquote Christian McCaffrey score for score type of mentality. They I think the offense felt like, yo, speaking of that. George Kittle took mad shots at the defense and his presser, and we didn't talk about it. But anyway, didn't um, you didn't see the Kittle presser? Oh, I'm about to, I know what I'm doing on Patreon. Bro, I, on Patreon. I mean, he was joking. He wasn't joking because you know how Kittle is. And he mentioned Fred Warner name, too. <laughs> he said, Fred will tell you. <laughs> but anyway, um, offensively, though, I, I thought that they had that mindset. They were like, listen, our defense isn't on their A-plus game. Let's pick it up. And so here's what you've been seeing from the offense lately. You've been seeing Brock being able to get that ball to certain people. So he's, in my opinion, he's spreading it out. He might not go to all seven weapons, but he's getting it out. Jawan Jennings had a, 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 a few nice catches and then a drop in the end zone, which I thought he should get down with, but uh, it was, it was, he dropped it. Uh, not a drop, it was defended. He went up to go get it, and then it got broken up out of his hand. So, um, But I thought the offense was – I think the offense is moving like a well-oiled machine, and I think Kyle Shanahan is about to light day ass up in these playoffs i swear he's conservative only because of that like like it, 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 it's, it's it listen he calls certain plays you'd be like oh shoot and then he dials it back then he comes back and then, you be, then he dials it back and so that's what i mean like he's he's passive aggressive right now okay okay i like that i like okay. that okay and i think in the playoffs when it's winner go home bro just watch every brock purdy uh, run when he hands it off and it looks like an it's about, but it's about to be a pass. 
Like, it's weird. It's like, yo, he got the fake down pack, bro. I'll be looking in the air like, where he got the ball? But it's handed off. Like, that's but that's how the defenses are looking, too. It's offense. It's offense is clicking. We're Teradome at now because I remember doing a show and they were like, what's going to be, what's going to carry this team in the second half of the season? And I feel like the defense is going down. The offense is going up. So, hey, man, it's a good thing to have. But once they all come together, woo, it's going to be like Most some evil ass out there the from Vampire in Brooklyn. Yeah. Most dangerous team in the NFL. Tony, before you get your thoughts, I'm going to give you one more thing to touch on here. <clears throat> when they put, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> when they put Debo back in this lineup, this team seems to have a nice chemistry on offense right now. A nice chemistry on offense. Is there pressure to get Debo involved and manufacture him touches, or does he just c- come in and and just replace fifteen or three on the field? Like how how is Debo used? That, that that's what I want to know. What what it does to the chemistry of this offense, in your guys' opinion? Go ahead, Tony. I think, I mean, I, I think they're going to give him the ball a little bit to get him back into the game, you know. But I don't think it's anything's going to be forced. I don't think anything has to be forced now with this team. I think they're just going to go with whatever it is and whoever they're giving you, whatever. Look at this throw. I don't care what anyone says. If he put that ball a little bit more, instead oh, of going about the Kittle, the interception. If he would, if, if, because you, you see how Kittle was running almost yeah. to like the pylon to the field goal yeah. post. If Brock he put Purdy that picture out there, look, if he would have kept that upfield, the arm strength wasn't the issue. It was where he put that ball because you saw Curdy uh, Kittle come in like this way, not back, like on an angle. That could have been a touchdown, but whatever. Um, yeah, I don't think it's going to be forced. I think it's just going to be normal. I think he's going to come right back out as the one with Ayuk, and they're going to play this offense. Yes. Okay, I like that. I, I want to see – this is going to sound messed up. I want to see Debo in this offense, not a different offense because of Debo. Does that make any sense, what I'm saying? Mm, yeah, but you're going to get the, You're going to get a run. Uh, it, it, you know what? Are we? I'm, are yeah, we? Absolutely. Is Christian McCaffrey plus Elijah Mitchell, what does he need to run for? I think you're going to see him take the, the reverses and the jet sweeps. Yeah, I think that's what we were setting up for. Uh, because notice we don't run inside with the wide receivers anymore, and I think that gets taken out. And or or we we I don't know, but you're gonna get a run. You're gonna get at least one run, probably three runs, uh, in this game. But I'm hoping they're the, they're the outside runs to where Debo can kind of like dictate and control, you know how how it's being ran. Uh, and we haven't seen him run the jet sweep at all this year. And I'm gonna t- I'm gonna say this. I think Debo has one touchdown thrown in the playoffs. Because we haven't seen it. See what I'm saying? It's one Debo, of the yeah, things what's gonna happen. Powell's gonna put him in the backfield. Toss it to him. Right? They're gonna toss it to Debo. And they're everyone's gonna fucking pin their ears up and go, Oh, I'm going to kill this SOB. Right over just like they did in the game with um uh the Rams. Oh yeah, to Juwan Jennings. This time it's gonna be to Brandon Ayuk, though. Huh? Oh yeah. What, whoever it is. <laughs> I don't care who it is, too. Tony man, I like that. I like that. I like that a lot, man. You know, um 30, Did you see 30, how Amp Debo was on the sideline cheering on his 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 comrades, bro? 
I I have to go back and watch it again. I only I so like I said, I saw it while I was oh, watching okay. it live, and then I I did the replay late at night. You were on a flight or something like that. And we were talking, yeah, uh, late at night in bed. So I didn't pay that kind of attention to it the way I I was in my room on the smaller TV. I got to come out in the living room and really just get in my zone and, and watch it again. Uh, but but I believe it because that's one thing I will say about this team: the players on the sidelines, they get up. They celebrate with the guys as if they're suited up. You know what I mean? The guys mm-hmm. in street clothes. I, I didn't even know Tevin Coleman was still on the on the roster. Yeah, he was on the practice. He was squad. dressed in street clothes. I, I caught him on the sideline. Mm-hmm. He was at the game. Like I'm like, oh shit! Like okay, let's go, guys. We like, got that, bro. Yeah, I, I like seeing that, man. I like seeing the guys on the sideline and, and celebrating with their teammates. I I really enjoy that kind of stuff, man. You know, um, this game did one thing for me. Uh, as far as like postseason concerns, it did one thing for me. I'm not worried. There is not a single defense. I, and I know the Raiders don't have the best defense. Don't, don't, you know, let me, let me be very clear with what I'm talking about. Right. I understand that Raiders don't have a top five, top 10 defense, but when we did play top five, top 10 defenses, we still put up 30 points on them. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's with Brock Purdy, you know, if you, if you go back and you look at the 49er schedule, I think Brock Purdy played all the tough defenses outside of Denver. Denver had the best overall defense that we played, I think, all year long. All year long. But other than that, Purdy's had all the tough ones. He had Tampa and Washington, right? I mean, Miami wasn't even a slouch when they came in. They were they were hotter than hot, right? They they were what the Niners are now. They were the ones on the win streak. Remember? People, they they were on like a, what, six-game win streak or some shit like that when we played them, and now what? Have they even won a game since we beat them? I don't even know if Miami's won a game after the Niners played them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just little little stuff like that, man. It all, <clears throat> it, it says something. It says something to me, man. I'm not worried about who we play against. Uh, uh, I'm, not, I'm not worried about who we play against um, going, going <laughs> forward, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh, here we go. See, see what happens when people find out we humans. You see, this is why you can't let you can't you can't. It's what you. It's, it's, I was cool with it. It's just the fact that like you know like, you were on the flight, right? But but you you got to understand our audience, Mike. You know why? You know you. All right, I get it because I put your your stream is in here also. So that's that's hate coming from your stream. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> That's hate. That's hate coming from your stream. Okay, I get it. I saw a couple pauses in the comments, and I okay. Now oh, so it makes so there's no pauses on the on the NBN stream. It's just not, on the not as much. Not as much. I see it though. Okay. I see it. Okay. I see it. All right. It. Thanks for throwing my stream in the bus. Get my guy. Um, I noticed that when I when I do it, um, when when I do the dual thing here, uh, Perk is in here. I don't know if Perk. It's subscribed enough to the Niners. I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. I don't remember. Perk don't dog, recall. subscribe to NBN, bro. I, he might oh be. He might God. be. He might be. Oh, here we go. Now they. Oh God. All right. See, you got me looking at the comments now. I'm. I'm getting away from it. Any. Any other thoughts on the offense? I. I have an offensive player of the game. Let's oh. Do that. Oh. Oh. Before we do that, I got to get back to Brock Purdy. A negative that I think is going to turn into a strength. So don't take this as Brock Purdy eight. Game was damn near on the line. Right, and he throws this terrible pass that, that should have been intercepted. But Brandon Ayuk caught that. Well, it got it got tipped. It, yes, 
yes. But the play was just weird. Yeah, that's all Ayuk, bro. That was Ayuk. Gosh. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll tell you all now, Ayuk is my offensive player of the game. Because okay. I told you guys that there were two play-defining plays, one on each side. I talked about the Armstead one. That play right there was huge for this team to get this dub. Because if that ball comes back the other way, that's game. That's game. That that was game. That was game. That was it. So, uh, but I want I want to know your guys' thoughts, man. Give me give me your offensive players of the game. Uh, there's there's there, there's a couple of ways you can go with this one because the the offensive players they 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 were in it, man. Kyle Shanahan. We talk about Kyle Shanahan being in his bag or being conservative and all that stuff. It's so weird. There was a very good mixture of both. You can see when Kyle was like, "Hey, I'm just gonna remind this guy, McDaniel, I'm that guy." You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm going to remind him that I'm him. I'm that guy. You can see it in this game, man. That play that we talked about with uh, Brandon Ayuk that, and, and all the offensive linemen switching directions. How many times have you guys seen that play r- run that way? Where they all go, the offensive line goes one way, and then they just break the opposite way. I, I've only seen it, what, one other time? Maybe one other time? With who? As and, Jimmy's the quarterback? No, no, no! Just Kyle doing it. Kyle calling that play like that. He's been doing it often, though. But with the offensive line shifting directions that way. Oh yeah, oh, that's I, the whole I, thing. I, what they do is they line up like in an in a single back formation. He'll he'll come out from the center. He'll fake the toss to the left. The whole line plays that way, and then you'll get like a backside guard that pulls out and sets up a perimeter to like defend them on a rollout. It's usually, it's usually. I, I get what you're saying. And then he rolls out and he catches the shallow and into, and he does a levels concept coming across. You have a high low read. But this, it felt to me like, and maybe I maybe I looked at it wrong. It felt to me like McGlinchey and uh, damn, who was right next to McGlinchey? Burford. Burford. It felt like they went the, the that way. So it wasn't just the one guy coming across the formation with the ball carrier going the opposite direction. It was a shift in the offensive line. You know, do you get what I'm saying? I thought that was a different wrinkle. I thought that was a different wrinkle. I could be wrong. They, they could have been doing it all along. Oh, man. I can't watch the game live and do the show live at the same time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm back. All right, so you guys give me your offensive players of the game. Give me your other uh, offensive thoughts, and then we're going to go ahead and get to the um, – Super chat. Keep those super chats coming. We got a couple more that just came in. I, I got them in here, guys. We're gonna get to them all. I promise you. All right, go ahead, Tony. Oh, go ahead, Tony. Hold on. I'm trying to. I'm trying to explain to you. This is what it looks like. Uh oh. Hold on. Wait. We got T. Oh, he drew up a whole real play. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see this thing here. All right. So I see that. Yep. Yep. And the guard. Okay. Yes. But that's not what happened on this play. No. Okay. Very good. No. Good. Very good. I like that. I like that. And this play, what happened was I don't, I'm not even sure if the guard pulled, but what happened was the offensive line, instead of them going one way and then the ball carry and the guard going the opposite way, they snapped the ball. Everybody went one direction. And then when Ayuk got the ball in his hand, they shifted together. And that was the convoy on that side of the field. The whole defense bit and went one way. But then the offensive line just shifted directions and had everybody out of place. I got to – oh, I got – I have all 22. 
I'll try to find it while you guys talk. Y'all tell me, uh, y'all, y'all give me the, uh, give me the, um, blah, 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 your players of the game and your overall thoughts on the offense. Yeah, Wayne. Overall, I thought the offense was the post this week. I thought they kept, they did what they needed to do, uh, you know, to keep up with what the Raiders were doing because, you know, if the, it's crazy because like if the offense, this, I felt like this offense could have scored 50 plus points if the defense could have just gave them more opportunities and got the ball back, but the defense couldn't stop the Raiders from scoring. And then I think that was one of the biggest issues, but the offense did what they needed to do. Uh, my player of the game, you know, I, I, I got to go with, I got to go with uh, CMC. I mean, almost 200 all purpose yards. Uh, I believe he had like 193 total. Like the dude was a monster, and this is why you can't sit him. And I know a lot of people feel like he's overworked because he gets dinged up every game. Every player is dinged up every game. I just want to keep that. Let me just let you know. If he, he takes some hits in the backfield, it's part of the game. But the, but the dude is 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 been healthy with us all year long, and he continues to find ways. And without his play making ability, some of the runs that we watch shouldn't be positive gains. But he puts the Madden duck truck juke on, and you're just like, oh, snap. Like, damn, only he can do that. And so CMC is my guy in the pass catcher game as well as in the rushing game. Shout out to CMC with that big game because when they finally did decide to spell him, our guy Jordan Mason gets his first touchdown of, of his career. And so um, shout out to Jordan Mason for that um, and and the great, you know, the – He's just a great guy, man. So uh, I, I thought I thought the offense played well, but my guy is CMC. Mine's easy. I'm going Brock Purdy. And I'm going to say it for a number of reasons. Uh, everyone kept saying, we want to see him with adversity. We want to see him play from behind. Well, guess what? He did it the whole fucking game. Did it the whole game. There's no more excuses. Okay. And nobody on this show, whether it's in the chat or it's the three of us, has mentioned the one play that literally was a Hall of Fame, all-pro veteran throw. And it was the one when they were behind, they were driving down the field, Ayuk ran a deep crossing route. And he saw the interference on Ayuk, and he threw it right at the defender's feet. And everyone's saying, oh, that was an oh shit throw. That was a that was a Jimmy throw. That no, wasn't. Because if he didn't throw the ball, that would have never been a flag in the first down. He did it twice, though. Wasn't it back to back? We got two flags for first I'm, down. The one I'm talking about was that one. Mm-hmm. That one was huge. Like that, because like I think they were like in a, a second and long situation, and he ran that that shallow uh, that Deep crosser, is that it? That's the play. That's the play I was talking about. Yeah, I got it. But you, you finish your point. He ran that crosser. Hobbs, I think it was, jumped around. He saw it. The guy on the other side did the interference, and you see him just launch that ball, rip it. And Mark Sanchez, oh, he almost got one there. That was one. That could have been one. It went right to the guy's feet. The guy had no chance to catch that ball. None. But if he didn't throw the ball, if he didn't throw that ball, that flag would have never been thrown. Yeah. 
And that's what you want to see, the heads-up plays. You want to know it's here. You want to know that it's here. And again, the no pick. And by the way, this kid's subtle touchdown celebrations, I I love watching him. I love watching him. He said, there you go. He He, plays. Not not only did he do this. He got ice in his veins, bro. He flexed afterwards, bro. Like, come on. Flex. And when there was one more thing like this. That's all I needed to see to know that that kid is the real deal. There's oh. one thing, and I caught it on the sideline. And I and as soon as I, yeah, Jennings need to make that catch, but whatever. Um, I saw it on the sideline. The camera crew again glimpsed to the sideline, and he it was Jennings and it was Purdy. And I think you're gonna see it right now after they they come off the field here, and they go into the to the the defense takes over. He looks at Jennings. They were talking back and forth. He goes, we got this. I saw him mouth it. We got this. This is the last pick in the NFL draft. 22, 23 years old. Everyone counted out. He's got a noodle arm. He's short. He's this. Well, no offense. Drew Brees was a midget too. And one of a Hall of Fame quarterback named Doug Flutie was even smaller. So right. I don't want to hear shit about the height. It's what's here that makes this kid elite, in my opinion. It's here. The processing, the feel of the pocket, how he can manipulate the pocket, how he works through the pocket, through the rush, how he rolls. Mm-hmm. I said this earlier. He rolls He rolls left as a right. He flips his hips and fires at the Kittle in the back of the end zone. That looked like the catch with Dwight Clark and Joe Montana, for Christ's sake. And Joe Montana was righty, and he rolled to his right. This kid rolled opposite of his arm, flipped his hips, and made a similar type throw. Mm-hmm. So everyone says, oh, we need to see this. We need to see this. What more do you need to see? He went into Seattle in a hostile environment. Wayne, you were at the game. I, there's a lot of Niner fans, but it was loud as shit in there. At one point, they were doing defensive chance when the Niners oh, got there. It, it was pumping noise, bro, because there okay. wasn't that many Raider fans in that moment. <laughs> I'm not saying this kid is the next next to coming of Joe Montana. I'm not saying that. He has so, that mindset, though, Tony. But for what Kyle wants to do with this offense from the quarterback standpoint, with the offensive weapons surrounding him, this kid's the kid. I like it, man. And, and this is what I- just one more thing, and I'll let you go. I'll stop talking, I promise. No, no, you're good. You're good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I'm just going to rattle off some numbers. 10, 27, 10, 24, 37, 14, 23, 31, 22, 38, 13. During that stretch, how many times do you want to hear Kyle's fired? Kyle's this. Kyle's conservative. It's the defense. Kyle's not a good coach. 35-21-37-37. You don't hear a fucking word about Kyle Shanahan. So you tell me what the problem was. For those of you who don't know, point scored. He means it. Whenever you tell me what the problem was the whole time. I'm just, I'm just. No, 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 no. Nah, motherfucker, you ain't just saying nothing. Say what you've been wanting to say for a long time. It's evident, guys. Not one fan. Not you don't one say fan. that motherfucker's name. I know. I told you. One fan has said anything about Kyle being conservative, a horrible play caller. He's a bad coach. Who's coming in to replace him? Nothing. Mm. Well, I'll say his name. So Jimmy Garoppolo. It's just not great for Kyle Shanahan. Like, that's what it was. When Jimmy did – whatever Jimmy did to Kyle, Kyle took the trust away, and it was just training wheels. 
I'm watching Kyle Shanahan trust a 23-year-old quarterback that he drafted in the seventh round over the veteran guy. Now, I will say he's given him a lot more freeway this season, but it's evident that Brock Purdy just is a better football player like than Jimmy Garoppolo. Just, just IQ, ability, whatever. Now, he's a long way to go to get those wins that Jimmy was getting, but man, you don't have to sit here and, and rely on the run game. You don't got to sit here and rely on certain things in order for the offense to work because you got a quarterback that can make it work. That's the difference. So, Tony. There's a little context to it, though, right? And it's a big part. CMC. Yes. <laughs> There's a big part of that. But, but he also made Jimmy better. Yes. So, <laughs> it, you know what I'm saying? That They added that crucial piece. And that was the, that's what released this offense. But you still need the quarterback to operate the offense and delegate the ball, make the throws. Absolutely. You know, me, you know, I don't know. No, I got you. I got you. No, you're absolutely right. It, it, it's more than just that, right? You still – you can have all the pieces in the world, and if you can't execute, you can't execute. I, I completely understand what you're saying, right? Let me ask this question. Though. Oh, and the offensive line has been better since Jimmy hasn't been playing. Okay, I'm sorry, Mike. Yeah. I just wanted to throw that in there just in case y'all don't know that. Mm-hmm. Isn't it funny how that works too? Oh, God, I just wanted to remind everybody. When's the last time the Niners got in a shootout like this? 30-plus points. The Saints overtime. game. Like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. On the road? On the road? On Look. Oh, my God, man. Oh, my God. It's freaking exciting. But here's my question to you guys, though. Um, we saw Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell together for just one game. Mitchell got the start. They're saying Mitchell's likely to be back this week, and CMC is nursing an injury. Who starts? It's not going to be a big deal. CMC. CMC. But, Mike, back in the day, I was saying that Mitchell was the guy that should start, remember? He shouldn't lose his job to the injury. Yeah. Yeah, well, then the 49ers went on like a an eight-game win streak since he became a starting running back, so that clearly changed. And plus, Mitchell got hurt. Well, as a starting running back, is it eight yeah. game winning streak? No. no. Yeah, because they won nine in the right. They won nine in a row. Listen, Christian McCaffrey didn't start that game against Kansas City. Correct. So and okay, so this has started ever since. We haven't lost since then. Oh, okay. He was so, even in the full game plan for that game. I right? think they, we, haven't, we haven't lost since. Well, then. no, I'm just missing that game. So if it's nine, right. it's nine. But I thought it was yeah. eight. Yeah. Yeah, man, we're nine and zero with Christian McCaffrey as a starter, and that's why I'm wondering if they change that. I don't know if they're going to let superstition be a part of it or what. You know what I'm saying? But I do want to show this play to Tony because I agree with you. What you showed, what you drew up, is what I've seen. <clears throat> excuse me, from Kyle. But the way that I saw this on the All Twenty Two, I didn't think that it was the same way. You're right. You see the the guard pull, and you see the the line, the ball carrier go the same direction, the opposite way of the rest of the line. Mm-hmm. This was different. So I'm, I'm going to play this play really quick, and we can get up out of here uh, after we do the, the things. I'm going to go full screen real quick. Let me go full screen, make sure you guys can see it. All right. I ho- is this the play? I think this is the play. You got Ayuk up here at the top. Can you guys see my pointer? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. You see that how all the linemen? That's the reverse. 
I thought you meant it was a pass play. Good. Do that again. Okay. I see what you're saying. This is this is the different view of it. Yeah, keep it right there. You see, juice swing, switch directions. Look at that. Oh my God. If uh if Ray Ray does make that block, though. Beautiful play, man. Oh, absolutely beautiful play. I love it. I could watch this play over and over, man. See, Ray Ray got to make this block right here. Yeah, he just – that was the one. He got right in front of him and was like, oh, wait. I don't think he knew. He might have thought he had the ball or something. I don't know. He but if he right makes there. that block. Look, 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 you know what Ray Ray was – Ray Ray. That's why I said, Mike. That's why I said to you. That's why I said what I said. I said – if Ray Ray had the ball, he would have scored because Ayuk makes that block. Ayuk would have made that block. You, you made me feel like Ayuk was on the other side of the field. Nah. No, no, I, no. So when you said that, my thought was you were talking about the speed aspect only. I get what you're saying now. You're no. saying Ayuk is the more willing or – Oh, he's the best – well, I mean, I think Juwan Dennis is the I best blocker. Say, yeah, <laughs> okay. No, but Maybe Ayuk is a blocker. Ayuk yeah, is a blocker. Ayuk's better blocker than Debo. I agree with that also, but Jennings ain't is no slouch in the block. Then he should well, you couldn't have, you didn't you didn't could they, they could have had Jen, was Jennings on that play? Or was that Ray Ray? Was that only two wide receivers in that on that play? Uh let's see. Let's see. I see. No, it's only two wide receivers because they got right, juice so out wide. So they yeah, had two running backs. They have they have one running back, but you got well, technically two because you two have juice. Backs. Yeah. Yeah. Because you got juice and then one side in and two hours too. So they were in 12 personnel on that one. Yeah. So all right. Any final thoughts before I let you go, Wayne? I know you got to run out of here. Tony, I don't know if you want to stay and respond to some of these comments. If you don't, I appreciate it. I'll give you guys a couple more minutes. I can say a couple more minutes. Okay. All right. So Wayne, mean, I look, I, I'm excited that it's it's week 18. I'm not sure how it's gonna go down. I'm assuming there's gonna be football. Uh we do know the you know the the whew, the situation that's going on with uh, Demar Hamlin, uh, and and believe that we got news that uh, he he's recovering. Uh, what does it say? New update. His, his breathing is improving, so we'll leave it at that. So like that's yeah. improving uh, for Demar, and so guys, just keep him and his family in your prayers. His family put out something earlier. I just got a message saying that uh, his jersey sales is going through the roof, and all the proceeds from his jersey sales. So if you want to help. For the, the foundation, you don't want to necessarily just donate to the foundation. If you buy his jersey, all right, all the proceeds from the jersey sales are going to his foundation. So I'm going to go ahead and order me a jersey. Uh, yeah. But well, I don't know that I've ever heard the NFL do that before. It's, it's, I'm telling you, man, like what we witnessed on national television, and we've seen injuries. I've, I'm from the 80s. I've seen injuries, but I've never seen a player get up, fall down, and be and and be with breath without breath, like, like his heart stopped. So, like I saw it one time when I was younger, but I can't remember if it was a sprinter or a basketball player. Okay, they made a, they made a the movie about it. As a matter of fact, it wasn't uh, the guy from the Celtics. I don't oh, know. Remember. Remember. But that Len was Biles. He had cocaine. That was cocaine, though. I thought. 
Well, he went to full cardiac arrest. I know he went. He did have right cardiac on. arrest. I just want to explain to people because I see a lot of people arguing. I hear, but just on Twitter, the difference between a heart attack and you know, and 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 the cardiac arrest. Listen, the cardiac arrest is when your heart stops, right? And so, like when your heart stops, that means there's no electricity. Guys, a bunch of electricity running through your body. I don't know if y'all knew that, but that's science. Is we we are, and it, and and he had no charge. Like the, the, it was it was it stopped. The heart attack is when the blood stops flowing through the heart. Hank gathers. Yeah, Hank gathers. Hank I remember gathers. now. Yep. Hank Thank gathers. you. That's um, the one we made the movie about. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, so like he was he was gone for a second. So guys, listen, pray for the family. Pray for him. Uh, Mike, Tony has been real. Tony, I miss you, bro. Um, you need I'm to be on this show. Me. I'm about to tell you, you're going to have to like tell your job. Like you got to do nothing but Niners at 8 p.m. or whatever on Tuesdays and Thursdays or something. Cause yeah. uh, you, you, I know you, you, you the boss though. Let them know you the boss. You run shit. You run New Jersey. Yeah. Right. Hey, Tony, if I ever get a ticket in New Jersey, you got me, right? <laughs> I'll give you a card. <laughs> That's all I need, bro. Tony, I'm not coming down there, but, uh, no, man, I love you guys, man. Listen, guys, my my lifestyle schedule has changed. Breezy has to be in the bed by 10 o'clock, okay? Because I got to get up at 4.30, hit the gym, get ready for Rome, take him to school, and do the Wayne Breezy show in the morning. So love y'all, man. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Thanks, man. Love, man. Peace. All right. So let's get to these super chats here. All right. And uh, we're going to – Hey, just real quick before we move on. There was a 49er that this happened to. I don't know if you remember. His name was Thomas Heron. He was a undrafted free agent from Utah the year that they drafted Alex Smith. Mike Nolan was the coach. And they played the game. He, he wasn't going to make the roster. It was a preseason game. Um, came He played that last 20 plays on, all, on offense. Came off the field, walked into the locker room. Uh, Julian Peterson was talking. Uh, Nolan was talking and he just <laughs> dropped. Oh, Jesus. Full cardiac arrest. Yeah. That was it. I, I can honestly say I don't remember seeing this happen on the field. Like that, that's what was like really, really different. You know what I'm saying? Like in on an NFL field, I should say. I, I've never seen I've never seen that before. So no, uh, again, yeah, pr- prayers up to that young man and his family. Uh so we're gonna we're gonna let's let's get to these uh let's get to these super chats. Um where is my super chat box? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. There it is. Boom. There's the ticker. All right, guys. Here we go. We got we got a couple of them here, Tony. All right, so the very first one that I saw come in. Fellas, play fellas play D coordinator. Okay, here we go. We got a little hypothetical here. How do we stop gaping areas of space and let quarterbacks take off? Do we keep a spy robber or what? That kills us. Um, yeah, and and if you notice, the 49ers struggle with mobile quarterbacks. It's it's been an ongoing thing with this type of defense. Um, you know, that's one of the knocks on the wide nine alignment when it's a third and long situation and they just come and pin the ears back and come get the quarterback. You leave a lot. There's gaping holes on the interior between end to end. So if you're not disciplined in your rush lanes, this is what happens. And 
what's his name, uh, Josh McDaniel, continuously rolled the pocket to get him those reads and get him out of the strike zone for the rush. Um, so he kind of took him off his platform. Uh, right. So by design. So it's tough. Can I, can I ask you this question? And I, I, there could be absolutely nothing to what I'm about to ask you. I'm, I'm not 100% sure. Did we struggle like this against rushing quarterbacks during the Vic Fangio 3-4 defense? Um, And I know people are going to think about the Russell Wilson games and all that stuff, but I also remember us beating the hell out of Russell Wilson early in games. Yes. And then as the defense wore down, because Vic Fangio didn't substitute a lot, then he was able to get off. But I remember the team going crazy on Russell Wilson. So is it is it a is it a four three thing also? Does that is that also a part of it? No, because when the Niners under Fangio, when they rushed in a, in a third and long situation, they went to a nickel, and the nickel becomes four down linemen. Okay. So they would take uh, I think it was Ray McDonald and Justin Smith slide them inside, and put Brooks and uh, Alden Smith on the outsides in three point stance. So. You know, if they get caught in a stunt, your whole outside is free. That's the way it is. You know, that's why discipline, rushing discipline, and that type of alignment is very important because the minute you want to, like, try to – you think you can get them and you jump a gap, there's a wide open hole, like the C's part. I think if if I had to play D coordinator here, what I would do is I'm going to have Nick Bosa line up on the – on the short side of the field and rush from that side because if he happens to over pursue there's less field on that side as opposed to the open side where the quarterback has a little bit more room and escapability that's what i would do now i don't think it's by chance that nick bosa's got freedom to move around a lot on on the defensive line um because you can't let a team take you out of your of your game plan either. Uh, so I, that that's what I would do. And I, so let him pursue, wait, maybe, maybe you do it the opposite way. No, no, no. Because you don't want to be vulnerable if he over pursues and then the, the quarterback takes off. Yeah. So I would have Nick Bosa rushing from the short side of the field, which at wherever those hash, how, how it lines up on the hash. That's, that's what I would do. And you can't, you can't always chance a spy because that leaves you vulnerable somewhere else also. Well, it also depends on what personnel you're in. If you're in a nickel, if you're in base, what tends to happen is with Bosa is he's so quick and he gets to the edge of the tackle so quick, he beats the defender upfield so fast that if you have a headsy quarterback and all that defender do is just ride him right up, the quarterback could step up and go right where he was. And that's a whole that's, – that's what's going on. Bosa is so quick up the field – it's like he almost runs himself out of the play. So if there's no pressure coming from the interior, and that's what we saw in this game, when Kinlow was on there, there was no push from that gap between – there was no push from the gap between Armstead and, and Bosa. So Kinlaw wasn't getting the push up the field. So now how you prevent that is if you get the push up the field, the quarterback can't easily step up. Right. When that push isn't coming, he overrushes – there's an opening. He slides and steps out. Yeah. Well, it's tough to beat. Right. But I would, and that's what I'm saying. I would rather him step up to the short side of the field. 
just to you know it's a little bit more compact. So that that's I think that's how I would do it. There's no yeah. there's no perfect answer, guys. If there was a perfect answer, I promise you guys, D'Amico was smarter than all of us. He he would have had something. You know what I mean? He, he, he would have it figured out. And it's tough. It's tough like that for a reason. And that's why a lot of these coaches want these uh, type of quarterbacks that, that can move, you know. Uh, Nick, thanks for the uh, super chat. He says here, what up, what's up, fellas? I think we'll beat whatever team we face because unlike the past, our offense can now keep up. And this was Tony's rundown of the numbers when he was going over his offensive player of the game, right? Uh, the, the, all of a sudden, what, what what is our low score since Purdy's been here, 20? Everything else has been in the 30s or something like that? 21. 21 is the lowest production. And that After was, that was 35, 37, 37. 37, yeah. We and still think, about it. think about it. Two of the games, they could have added another touchdown in each. So versus me, Washington, mm-hmm. Washington, it could have been 44. In this game, it could have been uh, 41 because they kicked the field goal, which, by the way, I'm very glad Kyle kicked that field goal because it's like a trust thing to make. Yeah. Let Robbie know. Hey, yeah. Yeah. The redemption kick. Absolutely. Hey, um, how do field goals work on first down? If you take a field goal on first down and you miss, is that turnover? I don't know. I, I, I don't know that, you know, maybe I'll just put on Madden and just see what happens. I mean, I'm sure Madden will follow the rules, right? I guess, yeah, but I never knew that because we never – when I coached in high school, I never had a kicker that could kick a long kick. So we always went for right. two, and we always just ran the, whatever. We ran our right. offense. So it, that's a that's – a, I, I wonder what would happen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to figure that out because I remember playing a video game, but this was years ago. I'm talking Sega Genesis years ago. And I remember I, I did a kick on first down and missed, and then it was third down the next down. So I, I don't know, but that was a Sega. That was, oh God, Joe Montana sports talk football on Sega Genesis. Wow. So yeah, it's going back, man. All right. Um, plus the defense will not have a terrible game like that again. And I agree. I agree. Uh, we, we went through a lot of this. We talked about, you know, the defense look, looked like they were trying some things out there. Looks like they were, I don't want to say experimenting because it's almost disrespectful to another NFL team. But I mean, you know, when, when all the, all the writings and clippings were Niners by 10 and all that stuff and the lines and all that stuff. I mean, I do think that there's a chance that they started feeling themselves. They started spelling themselves a little bit and said, Hey, let's see what happens. Let's try, let's try a couple of things here. Um, But yeah, I I agree. Our offense can keep up now and the defense will get back into shape. What do you think there, Tony? No, I agree. I agree with that. I have a question for you before we get to the next one here. Um, Why don't, what what determines a free play versus a stoppage? Uh, free play is, is usually it, is it, if the defense jumps offside. If the offense a, falls starts, uh-huh. they blow it dead. But if the defense gets caught, okay, let it play. So, so do you remember a couple weeks ago? Oh God, I miss having you on the show. I could ask you this question. A couple weeks ago. It was a fourth and seven. It was at the end of a quarter or at the end of a half. It was either the second half, uh, the end of the first half, or the end of the first quarter. But Kyle lines up like we're going to go for it. There's basically no time on the clock, okay? Kyle lines up like we're going to go for it. They jump off sides. And they snap the ball. Brandon Ayuk is the only person that runs down the field. 
but they blow it dead. The defense jumped off sides. And I don't understand why Aaron Rodgers is allowed to do those things. I've never seen the Niners be allowed to get the free play. Oh. Do, do you remember that? Do you remember when that happened a couple weeks ago? And then it was fourth and two, and he didn't go for it. You And he punted. Do you remember? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember what you're saying now. Right. So it was fourth and seven. They jump off sides, and Brandon Ayuk goes. He takes off. No one even goes with him. He's No one else runs a route. The court, Brock is looking that way, and then they get the fourth and two, and he punts the ball away. I just I did, I, I don't know why Niners don't get free plays. I don't know the last time I saw the Niners with a free play, honestly. Actually, yeah, I do. That was one uh, last week or the week before, but it was like a throwaway play. So, all right, let's keep it moving here. Terra Dome, he says, OPP out of position. Hufunga is down with OPP. Yeah, you know me. Come on, t- Tony. Who sings that song? You better get this right. Nobody by nature. Let's go, Jersey, baby. Jersey, baby. All right. Thanks for that one, TD. Um, Mark, he says here, um, since we have Purdy for three more years and he wins a Super Bowl, what are we doing with Lance? Who do we keep? You keep them both because they're both on rookie contracts. That's what I'm talking about, Tony. Let them know. Let them know. We literally went through three quarterbacks this year, and we can't wait to get rid of one. I don't understand. I'm keeping these guys for as long as I absolutely can. Whether he wins the Super Bowl or not, I'm keeping them both. You know what I'm saying? So that that's the way I feel about it. That's the way I feel. All right. Keith Murphy, not Murray, E-Man, E-Man loss showed its ugly head. The right quarterback can pick on our secondary. Thank God this offense is more efficient in the red zone with Purdy. Your thoughts on this, Tony? I know we talked about it in all but let's period. What do you mean, just in the red zone, Keith? He's more efficient, period, with this offense with with Purdy as the quarterback. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You've never seen Kyle Shanahan go for it on fourth down. Never mind throw the ball on fourth down. Like, and listen, I'm not sitting here bashing Jimmy. It is what it is. He's limited. He clearly held Kyle back for his duration as, as the head coach of the 49ers and his career as a quarterback of the Niners, you know. But everyone, like, you know, people got excited with Nick Mullins. People got excited with C.J. Beathard. This kid clearly is light years ahead of both of them. And, you know, everyone kept kept coming up with the, uh, but what about, but, but, but what about, but what about. No, there is no what about. This kid checked every box possible except for winning a playoff game. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And all the boxes are checked, man. Coming from behind, hostile territory, overtime pressure. After you throw an interception, what happens? Like, I I just don't know that there are any boxes left to check, man. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, there is a playoff start, a playoff game. There, 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 there's that box still. It's a different type of pressure. It is. But, I mean, look at this. This was a playoff atmosphere versus the Raiders. It was back and forth the whole game. Okay. okay, but the difference is the Niners have been saying at the podium, we know that we're locked into at least three. We're not worried about everything so much right now. We got to get yes. through the rest of the season, da 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 So although it might have felt like a playoff atmosphere and the, and the Raiders needed this game to keep their playoff hopes alive and all, I still think that it's different in the back of their mind and their subconscious at least. It's like, don't go out here and get anyone killed. This game is not that crucial right now. You know what I'm okay. saying? What does Fred Warner say when they break the team down? 
one and oh. Next week, let's do it again. One and oh. One week at a time. Yeah. I agree. I agree, man. I agree. All right. Uh, what do we got here? 49er Faithful says, just saying, starting Dolphins game, we average 32.6 points a game. That's what Tony was talking about, man. No coincidence. No coincidence. I still want us to get 40, man. We haven't put up a 40 point. We could have. You're right. There's two games where we could have done it. This game being one of them, but we didn't do it, man. Thanks for the super chat, uh, 49ers faithful. Uh, Cali Boy says here, I don't recall a game that we can say Jimmy won, but Brock won this game for us in regulation if Robbie Gold hits that damn field goal. All right, listen. I want to put the I want to put an end to this conversation. Jimmy has done things for the 49ers, right? Jimmy has won games with 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 the 49ers, not for Cardinals, 49ers. The key word is with, not for. He's won games with the 49ers. Yes, you can't question that. He did play in a Super Bowl. Yes. He did miss leave a lot of plays on the field. Yes. My thing is, if you look at Kyle Shanahan with Brock Purdy as the quarterback and you look at Kyle Shanahan with Jimmy Garoppolo as the quarterback, the biggest thing was once the Niners go off script, Jimmy struggles, right? There's no issue off script now. So that tells me, as a play caller in high school, not pros or anything like that, that Kyle has confidence in his quarterback, all right? Most importantly, the quarterback has confidence in himself. The quarterback has confidence in his arms, and the quarterback has confidence in between his ears. He trusts what he sees, he feels the pressure, and he plays the game. I said this in the preseason. I saw throws versus Minnesota. I saw throws versus the Texans. And I saw a throw versus Green Bay. I think, no, 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 it wasn't Green Bay. I think it was just those two games. Yes, they played versus guys who aren't in the league right now. But it's the process. It's He saw it. He read it. He you watch this game. Watch how many times he looks off defenders. Jimmy never did that. There was this play where uh, the, it might be happening on your screen right now. Uh, a free rusher is a it's a late blitzer. He, he he swings around, and the guy is coming. Brock Purdy turns his back to the offensive line and runs toward the opposing end zone. He feels the guy coming, so he puts his foot like he's going to break this way, but he cuts back and then throws it away. It was Crosby. Um, it was uh, uh, Trent Williams on Crosby. And we actually got away with one because Trent Williams face masked him on that play, but they didn't call it. Uh, but it was pretty cool to see him put his foot in the ground, make the defender fall. The, the you know yeah, what I mean? Like that's it. It, it. it wasn't Crosby. It was the they sent the blitz. No, no, no. Crosby was a guy on on uh, Trent on Williams. Williams. Yeah, but the free rusher was someone else. It was number. It was Hobbs, I think. Look how he puts his foot in the ground and makes this guy fall over nothing. It was like the Buffalo Wild yeah. Wings commercial where they push the button and make someone trip in open space. Yep. It, like that those are things that you just don't see a lot from other quarterbacks, man. That was that was some Patrick Mahomes type, like that's what he looked like out there. You know what I mean? Like trying to keep the play alive and, and doing stuff like that. And I know it was just a throwaway, but that was a phenomenal throwaway. You talked about the other one where you know it was he was able to draw the flag from it. That was that even that one was great. He was inside the 20 yard line, stood tall in the pocket, the rush went right around him, and he just fired a ball to IU. Like you're in fourth down. You're tied with three minutes and 50 seconds left on the clock. 
why do people question this kid? I'm not saying he's perfect. He's got flaws. Oh, I'll tell you he's got flaws. But I'm not saying this. I would take him right now, the way he's playing with this team and this coaching staff, oh, over a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL. Oh, okay. I'm glad you just said a lot. Uh, we did a – damn, I think maybe the last show. Somebody said he's he's a top five quarterback right now, and I was like, nah, let's pump the break. Oh, I think it was Terry. I think it was Terry Dome. He's like, a top five. It's weird. I understand where Terry. If it's Terry Dome, I understand where he's coming from. He's a top five quarterback in this system. The way there's they're a, but there's a big, but but his comment was he's like I wouldn't take five quarterbacks over him, and I'm like that's not true, that's not accurate. But Mike, you think about that. it. What does Kyle ask for the quarterback? Think about the offense. Think about the structure of the offense. Do you need a Patrick Mahomes for this quarterback for this offense to be successful? No, no, no. I I understand what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But I'm not going to take if I'm if you're starting a franchise today, you're not taking oh, Brock Purdy. Well, that's different. That high is what I'm saying. That, that and I that maybe maybe what he was saying was along the lines of what you're saying. In this system, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Um, Sean, he says. When it's a pass, should we call him Ufunga or Ufunka now? Because, you know, he's a liability in pass coverage. I get it. But did I get that? Download the rim shot. Hold on. Hold on. Let's give Sean his. Hey, I got you, Sean. I got you, man. Thanks for the super chat, bro. Hope everybody is doing well out there. Again, guys, happy new year. All right, we're going to keep this thing rolling. We're almost done with the Super Chat segment, Tony. The Raiders did every – oh, this one's from Delvin. Uh, the Raiders did everything in their power to beat us. That game was their Super Bowl. And every other team will bring their A game because we're the best. Hey, man, it's kind of like the Yankees in the NFL, right? There, there are no easy games. You're always going to get every team's best effort. You know what I mean? You're not getting looked over anymore. Now you got the target on your back. It's one thing to do the hunting. How do you respond when you're the hunted? And the Niners have been doing that week after week after week. Literally the hottest team in the NFL. And it's been that way for a while now. For the last two months, it's been that way. The Niners are damn impressive right now, man. The Niners are damn impressive. I would tell you All right. that touchdown run by Mason. Whew. That boy was hungry. You could tell he wanted that one, man. I was so happy for him. I didn't quite understand his touchdown celebration, but I liked it. I liked it. Uh, Chenille, thanks for the super chat. He says, this question is for all three of you. I'm sorry that Wayne is gone. I apologize about that. He says, at this point, after watching Purdy for a few starts now, is Purdy a better all-around quarterback than Jimmy G? And how is he better or not better? Give analysis. I mean, Tony's been breaking it down for a while. I have a, a, a differing opinion on this than most people, but I, I'll let Tony go first. Or I tell you what, let me go first because mine is a little bit more negative. I'm going to say negative because I'm going to say no. I don't think he's a better overall quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I am going to stick to my guns and saying I think that they played the same this year. Uh, the system, the addition of Christian McCaffrey, um, you can say, you know, uh, Brian Greasy. Whatever it is, Jimmy, I haven't seen Purdy do too many things different than I've seen Jimmy do. There are some things he's done that are different. But as far as running the system, operating it, and and, and things like that, I just haven't seen this big disparaging gap 
between their styles of play and, and what, what they can and can't do on the field. Uh, again, I talked about that play where Purdy just turned his back to the defensive line and put his foot in the ground and made the, the free rusher fall, right? There are things that you will see that you will get from this kid. Absolutely. Uh, but it's not enough for me to say overall he is better than Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm, I'm not ready to go there yet. I know Tony feels. I'm going to say, and I'm going to say it for this reason, right? I think they're both, they have the same type of skill set, right? They're system quarterbacks, product of the system. They play within the system. Uh, Jimmy's got a faster release than Brock Purdy. You know, I'll be honest with you, Brock Purdy's got a decent release. It's not as fast as Jimmy's, but it's not bad. Um, I think they're the same type of quarterback traits physically wise, like physically. But what separates them for me is the mental side of it. Between the ears, the trust in the arm. Jimmy don't trust his arm. We know that. We we seen it. We he doesn't trust his arm. He doesn't move. He stands in the back. He stands as a statue in the pocket. They know where his launch point is. It, it's he, he's more predictable than Brock Purdy. Um, so I'm going to say Brock Purdy. I think he is. I think he's ahead of him in the mental aspect of the game. But if you take my opinion and throw it out, and you take Mike's opinion and throw it out, the numbers tell you who's the better quarterback. This offense is much more efficient with Brock Brock Purdy as the quarterback than it ever was with Jimmy. And, And in addition to what you're saying, Tony, Right. Mm-hmm. I also said Purdy's played the tougher defenses. So that that that's that's another, you know, that's another, another and like, you know, people again, there's someone just said it in here. He's the uh, Purdy has not has never had any adversity or has never been through a tough situation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Came cold off the bench, losing to the Dolphins, blew them out, got smacked on the first play of the game versus Tampa Bay, beat them, took it on the chin and ate it. Okay. Went to Seattle, something Jimmy struggled with deeply, like immensely he struggled going into Seattle. Yeah, he beat them. Mm -hmm. Went blow for blow with the Raiders. Granted, you know, it's the Raiders, but this was kind of like their Super Bowl. Excellent weapons around them. We spoke about this. Answered adversity. Yeah. Everything is answered adversity. I want someone to sit here, and besides the Jacksonville Jaguar game the first year he was here, I want you to show me a video of Jimmy Garoppolo rolling as a right-hand quarterback to his left. And I, I don't even think he rolled to his left. I think he rolled to his right. But rolling out of a pocket and firing the ball into the end zone for a touchdown. I'll wait because we're going to be waiting here all night because it hasn't happened. <laughs> Jimmy is a pocket quarterback. Okay? Right. Every Someone else said, well, Jimmy took you to the Super Bowl. Again, th- that's the same topic. If you, if you want to talk about that, we could discuss it. I'll do it real quick for you. Kyle took the ball out of his hands versus the Vikings because he threw two interceptions to Kendricks. He just dropped it. Okay? Took the ball right out of his hands. Green Bay, National uh, NFC Championship game. He got one of them, by the way. He passed for 10 times. Right. So how is Jimmy carrying? I don't want to talk about it again, but these are things that you have to look at. And if you look at the numbers of his offense and efficiency and how efficient it has been running – since Brock Purdy took over, and how the offense is not just a straight grounding pound and take what we get, and it, it, like f- scheme throws open for Jimmy, 
this offense is fully balanced. Yes, they're implementing the short passing game to the running back out of the backfield, but this is what happens when you give up what you gave up to bring in the type of running back that Christian McCaffrey is, right? right. You use him, and you mm-hmm. take what the defense gives you. If it's an IU kind of slant that's wide open, he makes that throw, and he connects. If it's uh, Purdy out of the, uh, uh, McCaffrey out of the backfield on a dump off, a check down, it's about efficiency. It's about moving the ball and putting points on the board, right? Another key factor, no more hospital balls, right? That is very true, and that might be one of the most important things in all of this. Yeah, I like that. I like that. It's a very, very good point. It's a very good point. All right, let's keep it moving then. Freddie Gonzalez says, this is a good question. Uh, You guys think the Giants play their starters? And I I just looked at the standings, and I'm going to say no because the Giants can't finish any worse than where they are. I thought they had a win. Huh? Don't they have to win to to stay in? No. So right now the Giants' record is 9-6-1, and and that tie means that they can't have more losses than anyone under them. So right now the Seahawks are the seventh seed at 8-8, the Lions are the eighth, and the Packers are the ninth. All of them are 8-8. So even if they all win and the Giants lose – the Giants will be nine, seven, and one, and they'll all be nine and eight. So they'll have more losses than the Giants, and they'll still be at the sixth seed. The Giants have absolutely nothing to gain. Absolutely nothing to gain, which is crazy. Damn it. I really want the Giants to go in there and win this game. Fudge. They won't. Well, that's the thing, right? The Giants always find a way to screw the Niners in the postseason. And this is this is when it's going to happen. It's going to happen right here. This this is when it's going to happen. I would love for them to play their starters. Now, the playoffs started today. The Niners would be playing the Lions. Seattle. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I went to eight for some reason. Sorry. How is Seattle even in the playoffs? They're eight and eight. Yeah, but so is Detroit, and they have more division wins. I think it goes record and then common opponent and then – I forget. I have to pull it up. There's there's a very specific order. But the standings as of right now, they're 8-8 eight and eight and they're ahead of, ahead of them. And by the way, I'd rather play the Seahawks than play the Lions. I know it's a divisional game. I know all that whatever. Give me give – me, I, I don't want to play the Lions right now. They are the most streaky – when I say streaky, like you just don't know what version of them you're going to get. They can go in there and put up 50 points. They can go up there and put up five. You never know what version of the Lions you're going to get. And I don't want to chance something like that in the postseason. Give, give me the Seahawks. Give me the Seahawks. Um, the Giants would end up playing, so that's two to seven, three to six. So they would be playing the Vikings. Now, if the Giants win, no, even if they win, they go to 10, six, and one. They're still in the sixth seed. They have nothing to gain. Who? The Giants. They can't move. They're locked into the sixth seed. They can't move. It's impossible for them to have more losses than anybody under them. Wow, that's crazy. That is crazy. Holy shit. 196 more comments. Let me check and make sure there's no more super. There's a super chat there. Oh, there's another super chat there. Any more? Oh, there's a super chat there. 
Let's see, any more, any more, any more. Just want to make sure. Sorry, I'm just doing a quick scan to make sure I'm all caught up on the comments. Looks like I am. All right, let's keep this thing going here. Uh, Tony, do you think they play their starters? Let me ask you that. And they might. They might not want to. They might not want guys to get cold. I think too many teams have seen uh, what happens when you start resting guys before the playoffs. So they might. What, what do you think, Tony? I think they might. I do. I, especially, I, you know what? It's a division game. Not only is it a division game, it's hard to bench people. We heard Kyle talk about this. You only dress a certain amount of players. You can't just bench a whole bunch of people. You know? Um, now, they make some guys inactive. Who are the Lions playing? Green Bay? The Lions are playing. Who do the Lions play this week? Green Bay. It's Flex. The Bears. Oh, no, that was week 17. Yeah, you're right. It is Green Bay. I think Green it Bay is. smokes them. I don't know, man. The Lions been playing. Lions been playing some ball, bro. Jared Goff. All right, it's it's cool. Um, but Freddie, I think they play them at least the first half. And if the game is out of hand, then I could see them pulling some guys, right? I think because Jalen Hurts is supposed to be coming back this week. Um, they, but they might also want to go in there and you know kind of play spoiler to the Eagles. If I'm them, that's what I want to do. Aha, we made you the number two seed. You thought you were had you thought you guys had a bye. Y'all talked all that smack. I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to play spoiler. Okay. All right. Um, this next one, uh, you want you want to give your final thoughts before you go? I know you got to get going soon. Well, oh, good. Just finish them out. That's all. All right. Uh, Chenille, uh, he says here, uh, my favorite show is when Tony, Wayne, and Mike are all together. You guys feed me analytical, uh, feed my analytical mind. Awesome show, guys. Go Niners. Clap it up for my guys, man. Phenomenal host today, man. You guys did a phenomenal job. Chanel, thank you so much for the super chat. I really appreciate it. All right. Uh, 49er Jeff says, the wide nine scares me against Hertz or Jones. And we, we talked about that. We talked about why. Um, how, how much wide nine are we re really running? I haven't seen that big of a gap off of the tackles in a while. Have you? I saw it in this game a lot. A lot? Yeah, a decent amount. All right. Um, do you think the Raiders should have went for two to try to win the game? Well, here? When when they – yeah, after, right after they scored their touchdown. They they could have, and the Niners would have beat. The Niners would have, they went right back down the field, but Gold missed it. But Right. Who knows? All right. Uh, Dutch says – I'm sorry, Dutch is – nope. I'm just going to say Dutch. Uh, how far does Purdy have to go in the playoffs to secure the starting spot next year? Y'all are not going to like my answer to this. Uh, I'll let you go first, Tony. Uh, I mean, to solidify, I think he would have to win the Super Bowl and potentially come come out as the MVP. I think if if he finishes and he get, they get knocked out in round two and it's clearly on him, I think Kyle rolls the footballs out on the field and say, let's compete. I don't even think it's going to be a competition. Uh, I think it's Lance's job. The only way, the only way that they go and make and just flat out name him the starter is if he comes in here and he does some phenomenal, phenomenal shit all postseason. And the only reason I say that is because the team just invested too much in Lance to just say, okay, you're the backup now. They, they've invested too much in him. Um, and I don't get it. It's about winning. Don't be hmm? surprised. Don't be surprised. 
Hey, look, I'm it's just saying, I know it's all about winning, right? But we have to understand the things that we've seen, and we have to understand the things we have not seen. We have not seen Trey Lance with this defense clicking the way that it is right now, with the offense at full power, or forget full power, this offense with Christian McCaffrey. We've, we haven't seen any of that. And then you add in the arm strength that throw across the field to George Kittle, Lance makes that throw, right? And that's not a knock on Purdy. That was a one-off, yeah. right? But here's another thing, the ability to move and scramble, not just stay behind the line of scrimmage. So it's a whole different dynamic, and I think Kyle's itching for the Lance dynamic. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, I. But look, here's the good thing. If he goes in and he earns the starting spot next year, that means that the Niners really think that they found gold, no pun intended. They really think that they found gold. And so it, it, it's only a good thing for the Niners. You know what I mean? As a team, the fan base, we should be excited. I just I don't think that there's anything that he could physically do. He would have to go in there and not just win MVP, bro. I'm talking like, you know, the defense is really, really letting you down and you just keep firing and you keep answering. You keep firing. You keep answering. You're playing flawless. He hasn't over overcome the system. The system is so good that he hasn't had to. You understand? Like, remember we were just talking about the Jimmy and, and, and Purdy thing, right? And you said something. They're both system quarterbacks. If if he comes in and he overcomes or defies the system, then that's different. Then, all right, I'll be like, yeah, that guy should be the starting quarterback. But he hasn't done that. Neither is Lance. But that's why I don't think that he replaces Lance because they all are working in the system. Are you watching this? You see these throws he's making, bro? You talking about the one that McCaffrey dropped that hit him in his his elbow? No, 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 the 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 one to Ayuk. Oh, where he lost his helmet. Look at that throw. He had the defender all over him, and he fucking put it right in the window. I'm a player play behind you. Play of the game right there when Ayuk catches that ball to get us in field goal range. Play of the freaking game. Robbie Gold should have sealed the deal. He didn't. I understand, but damn it, that was a play of the game. That could have been a pick. Ooh, that was that was bad. All right, well, I'm behind you because I I re rewinded it a couple times. Oh, okay. Tara Dome says, with exclamation points. Let me be clear. Brock Purdy is the best quarterback in the NFC for this system. Okay, there isn't another quarterback in the NFC I'd rather have. Name him. And he said, he said for I, this. I agree with that. I agree with that. I do. I, I'm sorry. I agree with that. Who who is better? It's not about who's better now. He, now he's saying for the system. And but, the, like, who would be better for this system, right? Like, I I just feel that this kid. It, it's. I'm telling you, Mike. It's in his brain. It's in, it's in his head. It, it, everything's here with him. See, the, the problem with this is it's all hypothetical. So if I name a name, they're going to be, oh, Mike, just get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. So there's no need for me to name any, anybody. There's no need. There's no reason for me to name anybody. Right? But, like, I know he's having a down year. I'd take Aaron Rodgers over Brock Purdy in the system. I would. What? Right? Huh? You would? Yeah. I would take Aaron I'll give you – I'll tell you what. I'll give you a name that you would never think I would say. In this system – Put that kid here, and I think we have similar or even better success. We score more points. Daniel Who? Jones. 
Daniel freaking Jones. And this system, in this system where he doesn't have to think as much, when Kyle is giving you the plays and if something breaks down, he can scramble and move. Daniel Jones, I would put him in this system and I think he would light it up. I know my opinions are unpopular. I am okay with that. I'm completely okay with that. I'm looking at a guy who wants to throw and can do something if shit breaks down. Yeah, but you're also, you're also dealing with a run-first mentality guy. Because of the system he's in and that bad offensive line. That's not what happens when those guys get here. If Brock Purdy went somewhere else, he's not this good. Can we – Can we? That, right? I agree with. that I agree with. Right. So, right. I don't think I don't think Daniel Jones. I think Brock Purdy is better than Daniel Jones in this system. You have to think it because he's doing. It. I can't prove it. I can't prove it. So I I understand what you guys are saying, and that's why I said these hypotheticals. It's a no win, right? Like there's no we can't prove anything that we're saying. But I'm looking at if I take one quarterback out and plug him in here, who can be better than him? Yeah, that just how I think it would, how things would play out, how I think things would play out. Um, it's a good question. Good hypothetical question. I don't have a, an answer for you though, uh, that, that you're going to like or approve of. So I completely get it. Um, here's one answer here. It says, uh, it's a super chat. I'm going to skip it to this one really quick. Jalen hurts right now. This is truly, I think a, a run first mentality, yep. right? Um, no, we're about to wrap up. We got like maybe not even five more minutes. You know what I'm saying? But see, this is what happens when you when you say things like that, right? Like they don't, oh, Mike, you're crazy, you're crazy. That's fine. I'm the same guy that said Daniel Jones was better than Davis Mills and everyone called me crazy in the beginning of the season. Look at where those teams are now. So that's fine. I'm high. I'm crazy. I Look, I've been called racist this week. It's fine. I'm okay with all of that shit. I understand that my opinions aren't the way that you guys think. I have accepted that a long, long time ago. I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, let me ask you this question though, Tony, what would, what would, what do you think Dak Prescott would do in the system? I think he would, I don't know what, I, I don't know that. I don't what know do you, because say, he's the type of person that'll play, 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 play. And the closer he gets to the playoffs, the closer he gets the shit in the bed. What, what do you think? Uh, Tony Romo, I mean, not damn it, uh, Kirk Cousins would do in the system. Well, you know what I told you when they drafted him. Kyle God is Kirk Cousins. Okay. And that's that's the, that's one version of him, and then there's the real deal. I'm just saying it. it's a question that you can't answer because as soon as people disagree with you, you're crazy, you're drunk, you're high. So there's no – like it's it's a no-win in trying to answer that question. If you don't say he's the best guy, then you're you're crazy. So I understand how it how it comes off. I'm okay with that. All right. Master Chef, he says, what's good, family? The ref tried to take the game from us. Prayers up for DH. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Prayers up for him still. And, Tony, did what do you think about the officiating? I thought they were kind of back and forth. In, in the beginning, it felt like they were against us. But I think uh, – all right, so – there was the one play that was terrible. The one that stands out to me was the George Kittle uh, holding call or whatever that was. With and one hand? Yeah, yeah, one hand. The guy falls to the ground. But we got a we got a call in our favor very shortly after that. I think that was a makeup call because the call that came in our favor, I don't remember what it was, and I was like, okay, there it is. There's the makeup call. I don't remember what it was off the top of my head right now, but it was shortly after that. So I felt like, you know, they I felt like they tried to play it pretty even. 
I don't know what the final stats were uh, as far as penalties and all that stuff. I don't know if you have that answer, Tony, but I, I don't right now. I don't either. I, I'll just tell you this. They screwed up big time with the Adams, the catch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was not a that catch. Was, that was absolutely horrible. There were several holes that were missed on the on the defensive line. But I, think I just also I, said how Trent Williams on that play with the free rusher, Trent Williams face mask, Crosby, they didn't call that either. Yeah, so that's one. But, I mean, there was more than one, Mike. They're, they, they, I, saw, I saw what's-his-name get tackled to the ground. Um, uh, McGill, he got tackled. Bosa got held once. Uh, it's the same shit, but I, the one that I really – couldn't understand was the Fred Warner defensive pass interference in the end zone. Fred Warner had his hands up in the air with his head turned. How is that pass interference? The right. defender has the right to the ball just as much as the offensive player. Yeah. So, All right. I mean, let's uh, let's keep this thing moving here because I think more Super Chats are still coming in, so I'm trying – I'm trying to wrap this up so we can get out of here. Uh, I've got work early in the morning. I know Tony does too. So we're going to try to keep this thing moving here. All right. Two more Super Chats just came in. Let's wrap this up here. Uh, he said Jalen Hurts, and then he followed it up with Aaron Rodgers will be better. That's it. So those are his two names there. Um, Cali Boy says, should we fear the Packers in the playoffs at all? I'll go first here. I'm going to say at all. Yeah, you should, right? Because any given Sunday – um the good news is the Niners will be at home. Um you should you should I tell you what, fear, I'm going to say no. Respect absolutely. Absolutely. But I think our DBs match up really good against their wide receivers. Um I think our pass rush will frustrate the fuck out of Aaron Rodgers. So, I mean, I'm I'm just not quite sure. I th- I think we match up really really well against them, but you got to you got to definitely respect them, but fear no. I'm going to say no to fear. What do you think, Tony? I think the same thing. Yes, they're red hot right now, but they're not home. They're on the road. Um, their offensive line is—it's it, it, a solid offensive line. But the 49ers have had success with their pass rush versus that offensive line. They don't have Devontae Adams. They have, like, you know, they have talented guys, but not to the level of what they had. And, and most importantly, what makes this team so tough to beat defensively is the speed at the second level, like. They, they, those guys fly at the second level. So mm-hmm. that's a huge advantage for defenses on defense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Freddie Gonzalez says, Eagles lose, Cowboys win. They go down to the five seed. And that is true. That is very, very true. That is true. You know, so, I mean, it's 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 a big deal. I, ho- I, hope, the, I hope the Giants go out there and shock the world. I, maybe I'll go to my dad's house. For this game on Sunday. And you know something else that we haven't talked about? And I'm glad we haven't talked about it. So I'm going to ask you, though, uh, what the NFL is going to do about that game. They they said they don't even have any plans to reschedule it. Like, that's... I don't know how you could reschedule that game. I mean, the, 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 the teams are going to continue to play football in general, right? But I don't know what that does for the big picture. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm not sure. And I, I'm so, so happy that they canceled that game. The fact that the first thing was we'll give them five minutes and they go back out there and play, I was disgusted. Well, But I wasn't outraged like everybody else was because that's the initial call 
in the moment. You have to allow people to be humans. Let them humanize themselves for a second and then get to where they are. And the NFL did a great job. And, you know, the players, I don't know who was responsible for saying, no, we're not going out here right now, but the league accepted it. And that's, I, I, I was happy with what happened. I'm wondering if that's why they don't have a rescheduling plan. If the players were the ones that said, no, we're not going, the NFL says, fine. Well, then that's what you guys wanted. That's what you guys do. The minute they walked off the field, the game was done. Well, you saw the people cleaning up. The the equipment people were cleaning up way before an announcement was made. No, I'm talking about when, when they agreed to walk off the field and go back to the locker rooms for 20 minutes to get re, you know, okay, recuperate yeah. and try to yeah. wait for word. That game was done. There's no way now you're going in a locker room for 20 something minutes and then coming yeah. back out on the field and putting up. I mean, we we've seen it in the Super Bowl. The Niners yeah, sat on the sidelines. That's from circumstance. That's that's a power. No, 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 you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You're you know right. what I'm saying? You got to go stand on the field where your teammate just had CPR done for nine minutes. So Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sean Shepard says, no, Tony, no. I will not share my glory with another. I have been calling Jimmy out. <laughs> so he's saying you're taking the shine. I've been calling yeah. Jimmy out on this channel for three years. Garcockle? That's not what he wrote. I Lives up to his name. Did he really write that? Did he really write that? Oh, and I almost read that out loud. Come on, man. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> Tony, stop stealing the shine. It's his channel to hate on Jimmy, not yours. That's right. I'm going to get you guys both Jimmy Garoppolo jerseys. I have one signed. I know. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Ward won't mind playing golf. That's true. That's true. We were talking about, you know, playing the uh, which who you would rather be facing. I'm telling y'all what I personally feel. The Lions are one of those teams that are just – they don't know they're supposed to lose games, so they just go in there and whoop ass. It's crazy. Uh, shout out to their coaching staff, getting those boys up and ready for each game. Would you? Who would you prefer to play? Out of who? The Lions or the Packers? I'll take either, either oh, one. Oh, I'm sorry. Lions, Packers, or Seahawks. There you go. I'll take either one. Anyone. Really? Confident confident enough to, like, put money on it if you had to? I don't bet on the Niners. No, I, I know. I'm just saying, like I said, if you had I'll to. I'll tell you this. I, I think the 49ers could lose to themselves. Okay. All right. If the Eagles lose. Okay, we, we said this already. That's huge. Go Giants. Okay. Yeah, Nick. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, uh, this is this is something. There's a lot of. It's crazy how the Eagles, all they have to do is win one more game in the last three games, right? And look at how close everything is. These scenarios all on their own is why the NFL – like, think about this for a second, right? You, we know all except one team is going to be in the playoffs on both sides of the – right, AFC and NFC. But we get they, – they make seeding such a big deal that it envelops the whole NFL community. Now it's like, oh, my God, well, if this happens and this happens, da, 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 it's going to be the same teams in the playoffs anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's not that big of a deal, especially because only one team has a bye now. So what? But they really, really get us wrapped up, and it keeps people watching all the channels. You know what I mean? NFL Red Zone is about to have their biggest weekend ever. They're about to, because you want to know all the games that are happening all at the same time. It's going to be great. There's going to be coaches, scoreboard watching, and things like that. If the Niners see that the Eagles jump out to a big lead, because don't we play in the same time frame? All games are 425, except for Green Bay. If the if the Niners see that they jumped out to a big lead, I would not be surprised. You don't see any of the big players out there anymore. 
You're going to see some of those linemen out there still. You're going to see some of those, you know, wide receivers out there still. But if the, if they jump out to a big lead, there's no need for us to risk getting hurt out here. We got bigger things to worry about now because that's the only thing that they're playing for this week. We're playing for the number one seed. We win and we're in. It, it's really that simple. There is no scenario the Niners have to worry about. Well, I'm sorry. They win and the Eagles lose. Then we get the number one spot. That's it. Doesn't matter what the Cowboys do or anything. It is that simple. And so they're gonna. I think Kyle's gonna keep his eyes up there, you know, or he's gonna have someone else keeping their eyes up there and radioing down. Hey, Kyle, they're up three scores. The Giants look flat. Like it, it's a wrap. You know what I mean? Like they'll, they'll make that kind of call. They'll make that kind of call, and then you'll see some Josh Johnson and Mason out there. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Or, I'm sorry, not Mason. Ty Davis Price. Don't be surprised if Kevin Coleman's active that game. You know what? Like stuff like that. That's that's when you're going to know. That's when you're going to know. All right. I think we got two more here. Keith Murphy. We saw Cousins in this system in Washington. Compare Purdy to Washington Kirk. Kirk was slinging it. Kirk was Kirk was really good in Washington. Am I missing something? And Kirk, they were more of a passing. Well, no, that's not true. They, they had a really good run game then, too. It was just as balanced. It was it was the same shit. It's the same shit. And Kirk has a bigger arm. He's got a bigger arm. So, I mean, that's that's the only reason why I mentioned Kirk. Uh, but you know, again, it's you know, it's unpopular to say that the Niners don't have the best of the best at every position. So then then you're high. So I I, I understand the the pushback. Um, Cali Boy again, another Cali Boy says here. Uh, Ayuk also had a slight push off on his touch. I did see that. He's talking about the first one in the game. Oh, I saw that. I definitely saw that. And again, that we're talking about. I think he said that because of the failed calls, right? Uh, that, yeah. That's what that's what he was talking about there when we were talking about the failed calls. Um, but you know, like I said, I, I felt like it was pretty even. It was on both sides. Um, there are two more that came in. Here you go, Tony. This question is directly for you. How did Jimmy sign your jersey? Jimmy Garoppolo. That's what he signed. Wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. Mm-hmm. Oh, with the mm-hmm. Sean. Come on. How'd he you put get, K- how'd you... he put KM on it. How'd you get KM? What's her name? Oh, Kiera Mark. Get out of here. Oh, oh my God, you nasty SOB. Okay, I got you, man. No, for real. How'd, how'd you get a, a Jimmy signed jersey? I bought it. Oh, okay. I didn't go to a signing for him. I just bought it. All right. And then this is the last one of the evening, guys. We want to thank you all for the super chats. Keith Murphy says here, last year, Rams and Niners and NFC Championship and Niners were six seed. Uh, too much emphasis is placed on seeding. It doesn't really matter. It's more about matchups. And that's kind of what I was getting to. Uh, but the NFL has created this buzz around the whole matchup and seeding and all that stuff that it just rakes in a little bit more ratings. You know what I mean? And I'm not gonna, I'm not going to lie to you guys. We... I was going to say week 17, but now it's week 18. The last week of the regular season is one of my favorite weekends in the NFL. It's it's the precursor to playoffs. And the games, in my opinion, mean more because there's teams really fighting to get in. The teams that are on the bubble are the ones that are fun, are fun to watch. But the number two seeds that are locked in, the number one seeds that are locked in, I don't care about those games. It's the bottom ones that are people fighting to get in. Those are ones that I like. You know what I mean? And the, my favorite part about it all is when you see the people who need three things to happen – plus them win, get in, and those things happen. I love seeing those kind of stories. That's how, I don't know if you remember, the people of Buffalo, remember the whole Buffalo community um, 
paid was it the Bengals? Remember that year that they made it, they made it in because the Bengals did something, they beat a team and Buffalo made it in. It's like two or three years ago. No. You don't remember what I'm talking about? And they mm. like they they like raided a charity for for that team. I'm pretty sure it was the Bengals. All right, never mind, doesn't matter. All right, all right, I'm ready to go. But thank you all for the super chats. We really really appreciate it. You guys have been excellent. Um hope you guys enjoyed the show. This will be on the podcast if you guys Happen to not be able to uh, catch everything from start to finish. This will be turned to a podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. Tony, let's get ready to go home, man. I'm going to give you the floor for final thoughts, and then we are out of here, bro. Uh, yeah, it's it's that time of the year that I make their push. Um, they're getting healthy for the most part. Um, they dodged a bullet with Greenlaw and Banks. But I see a lot of the 94 team in this team to the point where it's about business now. It's like game in again. They get on the plane. They go. They play. They come home. It's it's business. It's you know they they had a little clunker with the defense in this game, but you saw them get right back in the game. And when they needed to, they made their stops and they won the game. And that's why I, I kind of feel like I see that '94 mentality where you know we started off with talking about the Kittle interview and how he called out people by name. If you don't have a tight locker room, you're not calling people out like by name like that because you're gonna have problems with inside the locker room, and that even more tells me that this this is such a tight knit group. You know, kudos to Kyle and John and the culture that they developed there and the players that they added. Um, it's one big family. Um, and I, I think this team can make noise, but again. They can't beat themselves. Well, they could beat themselves, but they have to avoid the penalties, the mistakes, the errors, and uh, the uh, blown assignments on defense. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, guys, my final thoughts are very simple tonight, man. Uh, keep, we're going to keep on praying for Hamlin and his family. Absolutely. Uh, and we're going to stay tuned uh, for Niners, for NFL, and everything in between, all right? Uh, you guys, please, please, please be safe out there. Spread love. Spread some positivity. Uh, but also, don't take any shit from anybody, all right? You can be positive and you can be uh, spreading love and all that stuff, but that does not mean you have to be a pushover. does not mean you have to uh, accept or tolerate disrespect either, all right? So those are my final thoughts for this evening. You guys have been great. We're going to get up out of here. Tony, you ready? Yeah. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always remain faithful. We're out of here, guys. One. We all gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey. See, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us. I'm not